listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. So sit back, relax, and strap on your seatbelt. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back in the house for a live Thursday's edition of the show on Ustream. Yes, full yes. of advertisements for everybody to be interrupted by. Thank you, Ustream. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you can tell, like most Thursdays, we have a guest in the studio with us. Yes, we do. Um, and people are getting really familiar with this guy because Will has not been showing up lately because he's been trying to better himself with class and education and shit. <laughs> what Please a fool. laugh at education. Uppity Negro. <laughs> <laughs> You'll still be black, Will. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, been in class, but hopefully he'll be back in the next couple of weeks. But, um, you know, my man Justin's been holding it down anyway. Yes. Fuck Will. I'm just kidding, Will. I love you. <laughs> but, uh, say what's up to everybody, Jay. Uh, what's up, everybody listening to the uh, podcast, downloading out there in the world? Appreciate that. Um, now, of course, people that listen live are hearing this with no sexy music behind us, as Elon James would call it. No, no sexiness. But but don't worry, I will add some in the post edit. In, 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 in the post edit, you yes. will get your sexy music, people. Yes, you will. But for y'all listening live, I want to thank each and every one of y'all, especially the people that join the chat and everybody that retweets and shares the link to the live show. Uh, you know that's huge for us because, like I said, we're not celebrities. We're nope. upstairs in the spare bedroom with one microphone. Yes, sir. That's right. We make this shit work. And uh, it's you guys that help make it work for all of us. So I want to thank you guys uh, to start the show off. 
Um, now of course, what are you listening to? You're listening to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Yep, yep. And there's a comedy podcast that I do with my wife, Karen. Yes, that's me. Three times a week. Yep, yep. We do a show on Sundays. We do a show on Thursdays, normally live, because, you know, we try not to book guests on Thursdays anymore. And then we do a show on Saturday mornings. That What do we do on that, Karen? We do the feedback episodes, so we read all your iTunes reviews, your Facebook, your Podomatic posts. We also do emails and phone calls, and we do a live call-in show on Saturdays now. Yes, so, you know, you got all that going for you, of course. To find the show, it's very easy. You can go to theblackguywithtips.com. Uh, but there you'll find all kinds of shit. We got forums, we got blog posts, we got this episodes that you can stream every single episode from the show. Uh, we actually have a blog now uh, series going on about cooking because mm-hmm. I've been trying to cook for myself more. Yeah, and we cook medium. Yes, we cook medium. You know, this, yeah, we don't do hard. Yeah, I, I call it self-esteem cooking. <laughs> it is, it's all about yeah. self-esteem. And we'll get more to why I started the cooking blog and what's going on with that uh, right now, uh, too. Um, but first, of course, you can donate to the show there yes. right on the website. You can either do one-time donations or recurring donations, uh, both of which are cool. Recurring yes. donations are, are great because I know the money's coming. I can depend on you. Yes. Y'all like my grandmama and my birthday. It's like, oh, I know I'm going to get that quarter. In that card. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the one-time donations are great, too, man. We really appreciate that. Yeah, we like surprises. Yes, we love them. Uh, you can contact <laughs> us. We try to be very, very interactive with our fan base. Yes, we do. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm on Twitter. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. And I'm Rhyme Over Reason. Also, you can call the show live on Saturday mornings when we do feedback, and we'll talk to you. That's 704-557-0186. And... You can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. We read our emails. We respond to our emails. You know, when you go on our Facebook page, we have a Facebook page. You can go search the Black Guy Tips and join our group. We're up to, like, almost 2,200 people. Woo-hoo! Yeah, a lot of people joining in. Um, of course, you can find the show on Podomatic and leave comments there. But, you know, we normally don't check that. But leave it anyway. We'll I'll find it if it's out there. Yes, we will. And of course, we're also on Stitcher Radio, so you can take us with you on your cell phone, play the show right from your pocket while your boss is walking up on you and he'll be like, what is Ratchet? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, the official weapon of the show is the Taser. And the unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme! That's right, and this show is sponsored. Yes, it is. Now, as you'll notice, I don't have any copy on this paper. Dexter didn't have to send me copy to promote because I know exactly what I'm talking about because I did it. Yes, we did do this one. We did this one. Well, Karen was there, but it was mainly me. (laughs) Rod, the star. Ten star Rod, the greatest (laughs) thespian of all time. Podcaster, rapper, entertainer, extraordinaire, internet comedian. I was directing shit. It was about me. Yeah, she was. Now, <laughs> nah, it's a, it's an audio play that we that we did uh, for Shadow Dog Productions. We did three audio plays. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one has been released. I put a link to it on the podcast on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Directing Shit. Yes. And in this, I play a director named uh, Director Steel. Cause he's a hard man. I made a backstory for him. See, a lot of he's a director that he had to overcome uh, his childhood poverty because he only has one ear because it was chopped off in a tragic sword accident 
That's right. He's he's his heart. That's why I really thought Will was it. I thought it was in one of the temples. Get some training from a master on how to be a better sword. Will does own swords though. That's that's but that's not why he hasn't been on the podcast. I know a lot of people probably think that. But um Yes, it was about that, and Karen was my assistant. Yes, and I, I forget your name in the pot in there because I'm too much of a star. But whatever, <laughs> whatever it was, plebeian, she was. Well, she was. Damn. She was my assistant that had that had a love for naps. Yes, and uh, for helping me get shit correct. Yes. Um, and you know, like I said, I believe we both did terribly. I did too. But Dexter says we did well, and he uh, said he chopped it all up. And, and now all the parts are together and you can go download it or go to shadowdollproductions.com yes. or go to theblackouttips.com and you can check it out there. It's only 99 cents. It's a nine minute audio play. And like I've been telling people, this is a great way to support the show. Maybe you don't want to donate anything. Uh, you know, maybe you, you know you feel like giving a few dollars is too much. But one thing you can do is click on that link and download 99 cents. For nine minutes, and it's not that you're paying 99 cents for the nine minutes of that audio play. It's like 99 cents for 200 fucking episodes of a podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That we did. We never taken a show off. We never missed a show. You and know. That, over time, we started increasing it. We went from once a week to twice a week to three times a week. Exactly. So you know, and this you guys support that actually gives us the motivation yes, to keep is. on because you know a lot of people they don't get feedback from their audience. They don't really understand if anybody's out there listening or cares, you know? And it's not just the number one comedy podcast raking on Podomatic several times a week. Woo-hoo! It's not that. That's old hat now. We do that all the time. Who cares? That's standard. Yeah. It's more, it's, it's the, when we get an email, we get that phone call, when we get that tweet, uh, you know, Facebook uh, stuff. It's that. When you guys share your life with us because we've shared ours with you. That's the shit that we live for. So, you know, this is just another extension of that, man. Support the show. Go buy that uh, directing shit download on ShadowDollProductions.com for 99 cents. Uh, really. I really don't think 99 cents is too much to ask. Nope. You know? Don't you feel ashamed of yourself? Yep. Turn it's- down them five chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do just you for really, one day. Just for one day. Y'all. Do you really need a McFillet of fish sandwich today? <laughs> do you really need that? You know that's not fish, right? No. <laughs> skip skip yeah, your skip. small fry for just one day. <laughs> yeah. Stop feeding the homeless man, helping him get yes. some alcohol. What is that homeless man gonna do other than go get some four loco? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Entertain you yourself for once. Yes, it's just for one day, y'all. For one day after week. Come on, man. Um, but anyway, that, that's what we've been doing. We're in directing shit. Um, also, more shameless self-promotion. We actually... Uh, sometimes I'll go and Google the black guy who tips. Mm-hmm. Right? And, of course, I check the site stats all the time. See what kind of hits we're getting. Yep. I check... Uh, our stats on Podomatic, it tells you, like, who's who's referring to the show, how people are finding your show. Mm-hmm. And I found, I thought this was neat. Um, I found this post on I'mFreddyMac.blogspot.com. Um, and it's by my man, Freddie Mac. I know he used to be on Twitter. I, I'm not sure if he still is. Um, but, you know, he, he posted this um, actually last year. And I'm just now finding this. Um, because of the way they rearranged the stats on Podomatic, yeah. I, I was able to go back far enough to find it. But he wrote this nice thing where uh, he says, um, the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, and he posts an episode or whatever. And he says, I have to admit, I've been holding out on you all for a few weeks. I apologize, but let me explain. 
A few weeks ago, I was put onto the Blackout Tips podcast while listening to Yeah Right Radio. Shout out to Larian. How do we, Larian? The first show I heard was hilarious. I must admit. I wanted to hear a few more before I co-signed with the site, so after hearing the next couple, I must say this podcast is most definitely one of the funniest podcasts I subscribe to at the moment. Rodimus Promise, say that again, of the voices you will hear once you tune in. They share views along with others, uh, callers, co-hosts, and fans, etc. on everything that is happening in the world today. The thing I like about this podcast is that it is real, and he bolded that shit. Because we real, son! <laughs> yep. We keep it real. Oh, my, true stories. Where my field niggas at? Put your hands up. Uh, since I've been listening, I've been very—it's been very interesting to hear them talk about everything from the takeover of Walmart to the hotness of one Brian Pumper. Now, <laughs> by hotness, he's referring to rap hotness. Yes. For anybody gets any wrong ideas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got to go back and listen to them early episodes. Realest rapper alive, Brian Pumper, dog. Sleep yeah. on him. He is rapping about what he do. <laughs> hey, keeping it real. Trust me, it all it, it all it takes is one listen, and you two will quickly become a fan. I have included their latest show below. Click the play button to get a feeling of what you've been missing. And the show he he had was episode fifty four, the N word. That's how long we've been doing this fucking podcast. 50, that seems like so long ago. Episode 54. We're at two, this is 201 right now. Uh, there are many ways to engage in the show. You can listen and leave comments on their Podomatic page. You can email the show and it gives an email to blackoutsets at gmail.com. You can also call and leave a voicemail. It gives a phone number. They don't answer live calls. Don't take it personal. But now we do answer live calls, yes, Freddie Mac. Yes, we do. We evolved. We have stepped our game up. So I guess we're not officially niggas no more. They don't answer the phone. Post a comment letting them know. I will, like man. Update. I'm going to hit him up after the show and be like, thank you, man. Because, yeah. I mean, people that take the time out to do something like that, yeah. that shit says a lot, man. Yeah. How much shit do you care about in your life on a daily basis that you like? I think I'm gonna write seven paragraphs about how great something is. Like if people could get pussy and they don't write that shit about that. There, there are women that are giving it up that have not gotten seven paragraphs written about them from one dude yep. in like three years. And that good pussy that puts you to sleep out the way. Yes, this nigga has never thought. Let me send her a note. Like that. Is, like I'm telling you, dog. People love the show, and it's great to see them love the show, yes, man. It is. Thank um, you. Uh, Google Plus. You didn't talk about your Google Plus. Uh. What, what happened? Where they can find you on Google. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on Google Plus too, man. Yes. Thank you, man. We're on so much shit. I know, right? <laughs> Just find us. I'm Rodimus Prime. The last name Prime, first name Rodimus. Um, say that again. Say that again. First and last name. Are you on Google Plus Not yet? yet. I, I need to take the time to set it up. Man. All right, no doubt, dude. I got you if you need an invite or something. Well, send me one. I'm sure it'll be rhyme last name over reason. All I right, set it up. So. I got you, dog. Um, all right, man. So. I guess we can get into some random thoughts, but first, before we do that, I gotta announce one more big thing. Woo-hoo! Yes. We, we have a store. store. Yes. You can now go and buy shit to support the show. So instead of just giving us a donation, because I know sometimes you like you give a donation, you feel like I didn't get shit from this, man. You know what I mean? I love the show. I wanna support y'all niggas, but you know, I need to know that I gave something and that it's cool. Well, now you can actually support the show and get cool swag. So, I'm putting a link to it in the chat. I will have a link to it on our site by the time I'm done. And uh, you'll be able to go 
It's through CafePress.com, mm-hmm. which is, you know, pretty, you know, pretty standard site that a lot of people go to. Mm-hmm. But I learned how to open up a store there. We put our logo on shit, you know what I'm saying? So you guys can go ahead and support that. And also, if you have suggestions for things that you don't see on the site that you would like to have, let us, let us know and I'll see if I can get that stuff added. And, you know, we went and put the logo with the, the blackout tips and then the, ad, the email, I mean, the website address underneath. But we also had stuff, because I was thinking... Maybe you don't want to walk into a public place with a shirt that says the blackout tips. Maybe you're a white fan. Maybe you're Shirley Wong. You know? <laughs> now everybody's like, what the fuck, Shirley? That's fucked up, man. Yeah, How I you can't just gonna... imagine Shirley wearing that at work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is, you know what I mean? So, you know, and then we, we got it on mugs and drinkware and beach bags and all kinds of stuff. Yes. But And we ordered yes. some and I took pictures of it and showed people like this is the quality of the product. And they're... They're really good quality. It's not some shit that you put in the dishwasher nope. and then you take it out the dishwasher and it just says the black tips. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> the fuck happened? But um, you can go check out the uh, check out the store uh, on the site. I'll have that link up when the show ends. Um, and you can also uh, suggest things. But for my white people, I got a hashtag t-shirt just in case you feel embarrassed. Now, this way you can support the show and only the most savviest of people that already know will know. That's right. And they'll be able to go look at it because it just says hashtag TBGWT. That's right. So now you don't have to feel embarrassed. It's like, what is that? Only people with Twitter and shit will even be able to go look it up. They'll go look it up and they'll find the show through people's tweets about the show, which is fucking genius, I must say. Yes. Karen came up with that idea. You know, you know the other thing is, though, if you actually wear one of the shirts that says the black guy who tips... Wear it somewhere, you're gonna get excellent service. Yes. And even though you probably really don't tip, you're still gonna get excellent service. Hey, ho! For that one don't, time. Don't be wearing my shit if you don't tip. <laughs> that's right. Listen, you know, there's a lot of motherfuckers out here that listen in front. Yeah, there's a, and there's like a, a slight markup on, on every item. I just made it standard all the way through. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it is supporting the show. But literally, if you buy something, this is also giving a donation to the show. Whatever mm-hmm. you buy. It, we get some of it, so we appreciate the people that do that, man. But um, yeah, uh, thank you guys that that will support the show and that want to get some nice merchandise and shit like that. And, yeah, we you thank know. you guys. And like he said, is there any items out there that you see? Uh, Loba, did you don't see? Let us know. We can see if we can get it out there. Yeah, maybe you want a frisbee or some shit, a license plate. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe you want a shot glass. Just yeah, let us know. Well, shot glass is on there because I know y'all some alcoholics, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mike Felder where that party at that. Um, all right, man. Let's get into the show. That's a lot of promotion. Woo! Episode two hundred one, man. We be doing it big now. Yes, sir. So I got some random thoughts, of course. Um. You know I've been doing my cooking thing, and whenever I cook, I take pictures of it and I put it on Twitter mm-hmm. because I want to get people's responses to it, and I also want to promote a message that look, maybe your shit doesn't look like Kanye Breast, maybe it doesn't look like Elon James, maybe it doesn't belong on the Cooking Network, but the fact that you stayed your ass at home and cooked something healthy for yourself should be fucking applauded. And it shouldn't just be ridiculed. As long as it tastes good, it's got to taste good, and it's got to be reasonable. You can't just be like, I took a piece of sandwich cheese and put it on some on some macaroni. And then be like, well, what? My shit ain't cool? Nah. Nah. Mm-mm. Nah. You need to have put some effort into your shit now. Yes. But I mean, as far as like plating it right, taking the correct 
angle of a picture, getting a professional yeah. studio lighting, lighting, <laughs> and all kinds of cameras and shit. We don't care about that. Fuck that. Okay. Send the picture to us. You can email it to us, the blackouts at Gmail. I'm posting a blog. It's an ongoing series. And you know what? I'm getting a lot of responses back. A lot of people are sending in food pictures. Yeah, we're posting them on the, the sites. When you go to the site on the podcast, you see the blogs. Yeah, so make sure you guys are doing that. Um, But I, I, I made a... I had a picture this time. I made tacos from scratch. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I, delicious. I mean, not the actual flour tortilla. Of course I couldn't no. do that. That's crazy. I'm not, but I'm, I'm, I'm above a novice in the kitchen, but I'm not. I'm not well-versed. But I thought about this shit for like two days. I had a strategy, man. I was plotting on these fucking tacos. Like, I bought vegetables like two days in advance and shit. Because I only work with fresh ingredients, you know. I don't, you know, a lot of these people, they'll just take anything out of a can and make a fucking taco. But not me. Um, but uh, I basically made, took some chicken breasts, cooked those up separately first, you know what I'm saying? Then I chopped up all my vegetables, got that going, put put a couple sauces in there. And you know what's kind of bullshit? Like, when you look up a recipe, and you're like, okay, I want to make tacos, and it's like, okay, put in taco sauce. The fuck? It's not really cooking at all. This is, okay, I could just pour taco sauce on the chicken and wrap it into a fucking bun. And water. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway. It has to be powdery and pasty tasting. Yeah, I don't want, like, I'm purposely cooking at home because I don't, I don't want to take that shortcut. You know, if they put taco the sauce case, on the go to Taco Bell. Yeah, I'm about to say, and Taco Bell, and they're expensive as hell, though. They do have, like, the taco kits. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I wanted to really make it, so I cooked my own chicken. I chopped that shit up. I chopped up my own vegetables, and you know, I put jalapenos in there, just a little bit. And you know, if you get a fresh jalapeno, that shit is not as salty and as hot as the ones out the can, man, with all that juice and shit. That's true. Um, but it still was very good. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you know, with bell peppers, onions, all you know, normal shit. I even and I think I put mushrooms in there, mm-hmm. and I took the chicken. Then I took my tortillas. And I put them in the uh, on, on the um, on in a skillet, and I browned them. Then I put some cheese on it. Shout out to my white people. I put a, I put some <laughs> cheese on there, and it got a little melted. And I put my I put my uh, chickens on there. Then I took some uh, the vegetables. I put my vegetables in there. Now, now let me ask you: When you cooked your um, peppers and other veggies, did you cook them all in the pan at the same time, or you cooked them separately? No, I cooked them all at the same time, like the the, okay. the vegetable mix. Then I put like a little bit of. Uh, Salsa in there, and I mixed that shit in there, and then I had to I had to season it myself because you know it was, it was seasoned the taste because I was like okay it's not Mexican enough you know what I mean like yeah, I got tons of spices in yeah. there yeah Hector wouldn't approve of this right you know his <laughs> sister have a problem right now if I gave him the shit right <laughs> yeah so the plate against the wall yeah, yeah. like it was just bullshit man so you know I seasoned it up pretty good um, without because I don't like too much salt in my food anyway so without going over the top but I seasoned it up pretty good. Then I put the chicken back in there so that it would absorb the juices and shit. Mm-hmm. And I mixed that up and then I had my chicken stuff done. So I sat that down to the side and then that's when I browned my tortillas. And then it was also time at the same time to put the bacon on there. So I had to cook up some bacon because it's not really done if you don't put the bacon on there. It's got to be a little, I want to do it a little different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I use this like center cut bacon like that 45% less fat yeah it's, it's a little different you know it's not like the typical cheap bacon that niggas no. buy all the time it's no like really thin. without a nice piece of bacon yeah exactly mm-hmm. you, you know you put bacon on like if 
Bacon on titties is like a, my, a, my wet dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what, is, what has ever been... Oh, not, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> nothing has ever been made worse by bacon. Like two <laughs> yeah, nobody's ever been like, what was it for that fucking bacon? <laughs> but, um, so so I, I put, uh, I make the bacon, right? Now, it depends. Obviously, bacon is a matter of choice. Yes, yeah, a matter of preference. But, you know, I cooked it up for about 10, maybe 15 minutes. Slow cooked it. Because I don't like... Really crispy, hard bacon. It's just not my thing. It falls to pieces. Yeah, it never has been my thing. I, I like my bacon to be kind of chewy, not not undone, not raw, just chewy. Yeah. So I put my bacon on there or whatever. Take my picture, and of course I send it out to the internet. Nobody really has anything bad to say. So I find, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm like, yes, because, you know, normally they clown me. They go, oh, nigga, fuck your shit. Your food looks terrible. I would never eat that. I'm like, it's delicious, though. Yes, while you're sitting there eating McDonald's. Right. Okay. So, um, and of course, Karen eats everything I cook, too. I do. Which is, you know, my test, my test, my test. My test. Yes. You know, if it was whack, you know, because sometimes I think people might eat their own shit, so you'd be like, this shit was banging. But really, you just don't want to say you wasted an hour in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> so I let Karen eat it, and, you know, she she ate the shit out of them tacos. Still they were alive good. today. Yeah. <laughs> that was good, y'all. They were really good. It was, yeah, she ate them till they was gone. It wasn't like a charity case, like, because, you know, like, somebody ever give you something you don't want to eat, but you know they worked hard, so you just be like, "Hmm, yes, macaroni and cheese is delicious." And then you just <laughs> all eat. with my niece, right? <laughs> you like you like two bites. Mm, I'm full. <laughs> well, that was a filling meal. I'm gonna go up the street to McDonald's real quick, you know. But um, so so can't eat it all or whatever. And I eat it myself. It was fucking delicious. It was. I send the pictures out to Twitter, and I send it to Kanye Breast, who is like, she's my food bully. She's the one I want to impress. You know what I mean? So I'm like, Kanye Breast, what up? And she was like, you gonna cook that bacon? I was like, damn! It is cooked! And of course, all these little trolls came in like, yeah, man, that bacon ain't done or whatever. And I was just like, fuck, man. She, ruined, she tried to ruin my whole night, dog. It was fucked up, man. But, you know what I mean? Uh, on uh, Where's My 40 Acres, it's not even out yet. But they was all like, Rod did his thing until Kanye Breast said that. Then they went on their show and was clowning. <laughs> they called me on Skype later just so I could explain myself. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Y'all niggas know y'all have never Over cooked. Over some bacon? Over some bacon. They, and they know they have never cooked anything that looked nearly as delicious as that. Man, you can have bacon looking any type of way it's going to be tasty. Right. Like, I, it was just, it's just crazy. It's like the steak. It's at, it's at the owner's discretion, however you want it. You know what I'm saying? I re- And you know what it is, man. Niggas be frying they bacon too hard. That's yes, what it is. Do. Like they just aren't used. Cause you, it's the same way. Like if you've ever been to a black cookout, and you know a lot of people, especially if it's you know your your, your ghetto cousins, your hood cousins, it be burnt. It be burnt. Yeah, it like you like they put their steaks on there and they char that shit. And you, and they just don't understand that they're like, no, man, you can, it can be a little pink in the middle and still be good. It don't gotta be bleeding. It's the same motherfuckers that burn one side of the hot dog. Right. On the grill. <laughs> I don't want to, like, all I've discovered is that I don't want to eat none of these niggas' bacon. That's the only thing I've discovered. Like, no, I don't want your shit, then You gonna fuck my shit up. Yeah. You think it's only one way to cook bacon? Apparently, just like it's one I way to cook a steak. Yeah. But um, so but anyway, it's funny though because after everybody clowned me. Some of these same people that's clowning sent me pictures of their food. And you know what? That's exactly what I wanted. Not because I'm going to clown them back, but because I'm trying. I think my way is way more motivational than Elon James and Kanye Breast's way of cooking. My shit is like, nigga, we can all do this. 
That shit is like Serena Williams coming out in a thong. No, I fuck it. I won't go to the gym today. <laughs> I think I'm gonna just eat these Cheetos and stay home and play some PlayStation. That shit has never happened for me. At least my shit is like you can get this. So I, I, I'm glad it encouraged people, man. Brandon was clowning me, then he sent me a picture of some breakfast that he cooked. So fuck it, man. Ooh. Clown away. I'm okay with it. I can take it. My ego is strong. I retired from cooking. You retired, man? I retired from cooking. Unless Turk cook, I'm eating out. Really? Because you just don't feel confident in cooking? Just that lazy. Yeah, I used to think it was uh, easier to go out to eat, but it's actually much easier to cook compared to what you got to drive. Deal with some motherfucker you really don't feel like talking to. Tip some motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? And I love the tip, but still, it's like... Wow, if I could have made this shit at home, I would have saved a lot of money. Yeah, sometimes that does piss you off when you go and you be like, nigga, my meal at home would have been better. That's when I get angry. Yeah. What I did do was, is that I've kind of made it so that Turk will cook everything the way I like for it to taste. <laughs> it's kind of what I did. Right. So... It's technically like me cooking. <laughs> right. It's going to taste the way I would cook it. Well, Karen can cook. I but just, I didn't actually have to cook. Karen can cook. Mm-hmm. She can cook very well. I just want to learn how to cook. I just want to do it myself. I think if I put my own time into it, I'll be more inclined to make sure I eat the right shit. And, you know, when you're planning out meals in your head, like, it's a, it's a very fulfilling experience yes, to come home is. and make that shit. I didn't have a fucking recipe. I just made some fucking tacos. I was like, I'm a man, damn it. No, I'm tired of cooking. I, it's a kind of like How you going to be tired and you don't never do it? It's... <laughs> for so many years. It's kind of like driving. I've been driving since I was 15. It's kind of like now, nah, anytime I can catch a ride. Listen, anytime I can catch a ride and I don't have to drive, I will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not. I, I, I'm I guess not, that's kind of the trade off. Turk make me drive everywhere we go. I make her cook. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm not. The thing is, I'm not uh, telling you to do it. I'm not, you know me. I don't. No, I'm here with you. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna. Yeah. I'm not trying to convince it's, it's anybody. It's to encourage the cooking us all. Right. But no one's just afraid of the kitchen. If, you know, you're yeah, scared of what your place look like. Especially Twitter. Because Twitter could be fucking evil. They want to narrow everything down to what a select group think is okay. Right. And like, and if, especially with all these followers and shit, because like. Kanye Brass makes a joke, and I take it as simply a joke, because she's funny as shit, she's always joking. But then the 20 people that try to come in after her that don't know you, that just want to clown, they just some fucking followers, man. Because I guarantee half of them looked at that and was like, what's wrong with it? Uh, well, she said it's fucked up. I better get in on these jokes, you know, and that's cool. <laughs> but, but like, if you sitting at home with your stomach rumbling, like, and ain't nobody cooked for you, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Who cares? You like, better go board them hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Hop on in there and make you an egg sandwich and then leave my delicious tacos alone because I enjoyed the shit out of them tacos. Yes, I did That's what too. I do. Like a turkey cut something and I'm like, you know what? I want to add this to it and see what it tastes like. Yeah. I go in and I make the extra ingredient and put it on mine. And then, the, I, you know, I test it out. She'll eat it. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we're going to start making right. like this for now. Oh, and I forgot I had light sour cream on there too. Um, and then also, Deidre tried to be like, is the chicken done? Listen, number one, I cooked the chicken first, separately. Chopped it up, put it back in there with the fucking vegetables uh, to make sure it's done. Two, who the fuck plays with chicken? Who Who is yeah, like, I like my chicken rare. Nobody has, I've never heard that sentence. Yeah, that's you want yes. You asking for death. You will fucking die. You cannot play with chicken. <laughs> that is like, that is chicken, that is cook, cooking chicken one-on-one. I'm black. I know my chicken. You know, that was an insult, man. <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to clown. Like, if anything, it had some of the sauce on it, so it might have looked a little reddish yeah, or whatever. But of sauce. course I cooked my chicken all the way. That is like, 
It was just insulting. It's like, damn, DJ, that is the dumbest thing. How dumb do you think I am? Like, they think I'm going to Twitter the next day dying. Can't see straight. Tacos were not a good idea. A lot of people just, and it's weird, though. A lot of people assume that most men can't cook, but... What they fail to realize, some of the best top chefs are men. But in most households, women do the cooking. I've never understood. Well, I would say, so far, what is your favorite thing you cook? Like, outside of the taco, what would you say is your favorite um, thing? I had this, this lasagna that I made, the skillet lasagna. That I'm, it's like this really low fat recipe that I'm really proud of. But I haven't made it in a while. Since I started my new cooking adventure, I haven't made it. But um, I think that's what I'm going to do next, man. I'm going to do some. And then, of course, uh, my chayote squash, which is also funny. Niggas was clowning me for stir frying vegetables that they had never heard of. So they possibly didn't even know how it looked. But they just like, nigga, what the fuck is that? That shit is whack. It's like. Yeah, that's a chayote squash. Yeah, you need to get out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so <laughs> you, may have, you may have never heard of it or seen it cooked to know how it should be cooked. But go ahead and clown away, dumb nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what is this like being like, hey, man, I got my degree in socioeconomics. <laughs> nigga, socioeconomics. <laughs> the fuck is that? Your dumb ass, nigga. <laughs> anyway, I need to go get my diploma. I'm working on my GED right now. Like, like <laughs> how you gonna fucking clown somebody because you don't know what the fuck just happened? That is yep. the dumbest shit ever, man. Twitter's the best, yo. Uh, it, I'm telling you, it's, uh, people are food bullies. They're food bullies, man. They, they, It's like they want to discourage people from doing shit. I don't mind y'all clowning, like, the plate. That shit's hilarious. You know what I mean? Or somebody struggle macaroni and cheese, or it's like oodles and noodles. With a slice of American cheese on it. I get that. That's funny. Clown that motherfucker. But somebody actually has a meal that the only thing they didn't do was take a picture of it on a plate, right? Man, calm down, everybody. Everything not meant to be that fucking funny. So send them shits to the Blackout Tips at Gmail. I'll put it on the blog. And we won't clown, man. We'll have a discussion, guys. Um, Alright. Do people understand what the term PC means? Now I know that it means two different things. Of course, there's portable. Yeah, I'm looking like yeah, there's personal. There's personal computer. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one of them. But I'm obviously not talking about that one. That's that's one single definition. But politically correct, like Karen said, do people understand what political correctness is? Mm-hmm. I really don't think they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like common sense. Yeah, most people don't. Like I, you would think that is. Yeah, you would think that everybody pretty much by now in 2011. You say, oh, that's PC. They go, oh, yeah, I know what that means. You know what I mean? Or this is politically correct. Just, and I don't mean just the term, piece, the letters PC. Do they know what political correctness actually is in practice? No. Because, of course, we, our last episode, Fear of a Black Spider-Man with Chris and the other Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we talked about the new Black Spider-Man comic. And, no, Chris and Herman. Oh, yeah, and Herman. Uh, <laughs> uh, A.K.A. Chris from the Insanity Report. <laughs> um... Uh, he, we, so we, we talked to them, alright, about this, uh, Black Spider-Man comic book and how it's causing a lot of controversy among nerds. Now, when it comes to nerds, there's two groups of nerds. There's the nerds that are angry, and then there's the nerds that are always angry. Now, the nerds that are always angry, uh, when it comes to this shit, they're just mad because you changed their comic book character. It wouldn't have mattered if you gave Peter Parker a perm. They would have just been like, fuck you, man, I hate Marvel. Anyway, I'm gonna get it. Cause they always spend the money and buy the shit, but you know they would get angry. You know I don't like Peter Parker got uh 
he got a black wife. Fuck this shit. You know, whatever, right? So, so, but there's the other nerds that are simply mad because it's a black dude. Yeah. And there's a lot of them that are just straight up racist. And you know me, I don't give a fuck. You racist? I just call it out. Like I notice people's racism. Like I notice your skin color, or like I notice what kind of shirt you got on, or what kind of car you was driving. It's a fact to me. It's not like. Uh, I mean, of course, we'll never be friends, but it's not like a, a some shit where it's like, yo, that dude's racist. I must stop him. Like, I, no, nigga, I'm not determined. I'm going to change his mind. Right. <laughs> yeah. I will be the one Negro to prove this wrong. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, this this dude hit me up on Twitter, and you can tell he just looked at the title of the podcast, didn't read anything. I checked his stats. He wasn't following me. He just hit me up, and he hit up Chris Lambert because he was tagged to it. I don't know if he knows Chris or what. But he's like, man, people aren't fearing a black Spider-Man uh, just because because it's racist. And I was like, okay, what is your reasoning, sir? And he's like, well, they're just doing it to be PC. And I was like, okay. One, that sounds racist. The fact that you have to assume that. Because they're killing off Peter Parker. And they're starting a new with a completely different character that's gonna be Spider-Man to have some of the same powers and stuff, right? And he's a happens to be half black, half Latino, Miles Morales. Okay, here's what here's what you gotta understand. Plant, telling a story from a black perspective does not make the fucking story PC. Like, is The Wire a PC show? As much rape, killing, and drugs and Shit happens in that. That's not. There's nothing politically correct about the wire. The opposite, because if that's the case, they just make everybody um, white to make it PC. That's right. I, I was like, if nothing else, Spider-Man is the most PC you can get. You fucking nerd. Like, do you understand? Spider-Man is the most G-rated comic in all the comics. Yes, it is. Like, there's never been these tough issues in Spider-Man that they deal with. They don't challenge... The, the the person that reads Spider-Man is the dude that likes Mad Men. You know what I mean? Like, it's the most... Safe, though, you like that period of time Mad Men was constructed in. Not the show, but... You yeah. you know, you like that this is a... Hey, there's no racism in New York. That, you like that shit. That's what Spider-Man is about. It's, it protects you. You know, it's just this dude going off to fight villains that are named after shit that fights spiders. That's it. It's like, oh, it's the vulture. They fight. But, but so I was like, okay, if they wanted to be PC, they would have just kept it like it was. But being telling the story from a, a, a perspective of somebody of color doesn't mean like being doesn't make it PC. What makes something PC is like making Ant Man not a wife beater anymore because he beats his wife in the new Ultimate Comic Book series. Oh. Yeah, Ultimate is just making stuff safe so that everyone is so-called happy. Yeah, um, that's yeah, that's what PC. And making a hero black definitely is not making everyone no. happy. No, if they wanted to stay PC, then they would stay away from this because they knew you motherfuckers can't handle it. It's controversial. Yeah, when you talking about PC, it's PC. What they used to do with like. Oh, the old school Tom and Jerry cartoon. We talked about that before. Yes. How they gone back. Because I remember watching the unedited versions of it. Where, like, if uh, Tom would stick his head in a pot and it blew up and he would sit up. And um, it would be yellow and it would be his, it would blow up like a sunflower and he had black face. Right. Or he had big lips. Or right. Like, like little things like or that. Or like how they take the Mammy character out of Tom and Jerry. Yes. Yeah, that's that's being politically correct. This is some shit we was going to do, but now we are no longer going to do this because it's offensive. They're not taking Peter Parker out of Spider-Man because he's offensive. 
No one's fucking offended by the fact that he's white. Like, there's never been these complaints of like, yo, oh, yo, son, yo. Now you know Spider-Man is black. You know, like, no one's ever been offended. They're not pleasing anyone with this. Like, people just literally do not understand what political correctness is. Yeah, political, basically, political correctness is that, okay, we, we are trying our best not to offend, upset, or make anybody uh, turn off whatever it is we're trying to present to them. Yes. So we want to make it colorless. We want to make it asexual. We want to make it where it's almost like anybody can watch this. What will ultimately prove whether or not it's politically correct is the content of the book. No one has read this fucking book yet. It's no, not out not until September. Out. So now if you get the book and it's really just like uh, doing a whole bunch of shit that you just know like, okay, they just did this to be like, he's black. Let's really drive home that he's black and let's make every issue in here about race and everybody's doing the right thing. And they're like, okay, yes, that's politically correct. Yes, that is. But if it's just a black dude who happens to be Spider-Man, that's not fucking politically correct at all. Like it's just it's it's really ridiculous. It's like it, honestly, it's such it's such a, a white privilege. Like this story was not told from my white perspective. That shit is racist. You know what I would like to see? as long as they have at least once where his spidey um, senses are tingling and he's like, let me get the fuck out of here, not let me stay and save someone. <laughs> I, I need that to happen at least once to truly believe he's black. Yeah, they said. Uh, so this fool said. Um, it, well, you know what this is, is Marvel is just trying to uh, appease the left-wing liberal agenda. Uh, I was like, dog, don't what you... What does that have to do with a comic book? I'm like, don't you have some Glenn Beck to watch? Don't you have some Glenn Beck to... Is, 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 is Bill O'Reilly on? Like, this is, what is the, how did we get to this? I didn't say anything political or anything. It's just complete asinine behavior, dude. He's like... And then, and then, like a bit, and then, like he tried to act like he was the one ending the conversation too. Like, well, look, man, it, you have your opinion, so good day. I'm like, nigga, you ask me. I don't care. This is, listen, I'll say this a hundred times on this podcast, and I will always say it. I don't really care about most people's opinions. Like the vast majority of people in general, like ninety nine point nine percent of people. I could give a fuck about your opinion. Maybe I might want to know why you think something, but in general, like, changing your mind and educate, girl, fuck you. You are stupid. You are probably going to remain stupid. Like, it's like, uh, that, it's, it's like the Einstein law where it's like, once an object is in motion, it remains in that motion until it's interacted by another force. Yes, that is how stupidity is. You motherfuckers yeah. will be stupid until something happens. I'm not going to be the something. I don't give a fuck about you enough. I just go, oh, stupid, and I move on. <laughs> I know it's so. So, like, this person, I, like, I had to block this nigga because he just kept coming back. Now, listen. Now, listen, as a white man, I don't, like, I don't care. I don't care as a white man. Any, I've told you what I thought. There's two hours and 20 minutes of what the fuck I thought on a podcast. Read that shit, yeah, listen to that shit, whatever. We didn't listen. We just seen the title. And no. He just wanted to fucking argue with a black person about Spider-Man. And I'm just like, dog. We're grown-ass men arguing about fucking Spider-Man. You know what's ironic is so many people are so insecure about their race. They want they want to hold on to what little power they might have in certain things. Like, right. who the fuck cares if he's black or white? They like, really act like there's parts of Spider-Man that can only happen because he's white. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, like, he just, like, he walks in and gets a job, and they're like, see? Wouldn't have believed it if he was colored. You know? <laughs> Like he, he holding him back in life now because he's black. Yeah, he Spider-Man was, was able to catch a taxi. Couldn't have done that if he's a nigger. Anyway, 
And my thing is that who are these people that only think that stories can be told from one perspective? Right. I know. I agree. There's three sides to every story. It's never like, races never come up in Spider-Man in a major way anyway. Like, it's never like, there's no like Jew-Man or some shit villain. Like, there's no, race doesn't have any effect on Peter Parker. If they write now, if they, now listen, if they write the story and they start trying to make it a whole bunch of politically charged racial storylines, I would understand because I was like, okay, yeah, they did take this book that was ultimately about Spider-Man and the villains and the storyline, and then they turned it into racial issues, 17, 18, 19, 20. I would get that. But let's at least read the book to see if they do that before we start going, this is PC. So I want them to be more outraged about every time there's a black character, they die first. In all the movies. Right. Like, even <laughs> X-Men in first class. Right. The black dude dies at the beginning. Come on, son. You know what I'm saying about that? You want to be upset about something? Ah, spoiler TV. alert. Um, if all right. seen first class by now, I mean. Yeah. They fuck you there, Yeah. They're not fans. All right. So, we, of course, um, we have friends of the podcast that I talk to all the time. Mm-hmm. I talked to one and I had to keep her name anonymous out of this. Because she's currently in this situation I'm about to describe. Okay. But it is awesome, and I, it was so good. I was like, I had to tell somebody. So I'm telling y'all. I'm not. Gonna, I'm just gonna tell y'all to, and nobody else. Okay. Um, okay. I won't say anything else. Anybody else. So she's live. She's living in a roommate situation, mm-hmm. and she's moving. Okay. She's getting out of there. She said, "Is she was slumming too hard? She needs to find a space that is appropriate." To her amount of blackness, she moved like two notches down on the blackness rung to where like she it was too black, it was too hood, the music was too loud. Yeah, absolutely. you know, she yeah. walked down the hallway one day. Two minutes saw, and yeah. yeah, she saw a rat, and the rat wasn't even scared. It was oh. like you know, it was a band right away long. Now roommate. Friends? Roommate. Uh, roommate. Not like lover. No, oh. roommate. Oh, you you mean black like them ducks that went across the road the other day on our way home from, from Walmart? <laughs> Ironically, I told her about the, how the ducks and squirrels. Them, them ducks looked at us like, nigga, I know you ain't gonna hit me quack quack. I thought, damn it, ducks. Yeah, the ducks and squirrels around here are quite gangster because white people have appeased them too much. They just feeding <laughs> them and shit. No, they, they feel entitled. They feel entitled. Yeah, they feel entitled, man. They have given them too much shit. They have, they're like, they look at you like, hey, dog, you got, you got some bread on you? That's what they look at you, yeah. <laughs> like, dog, move out the way. I blew my horn. They're like, fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you see this shit says duck crossing niggle? <laughs> anyway, like I was telling you on my stories yesterday, and they just talking to each other. I'm like, fuck you, ducks. <laughs> they, they don't even move if you drive up on them either. No. Right. <laughs> they look at they you don't. like I dare you. Cross the, the line. Cross the line. Like, don't make me hop in that car, dog. <laughs> I will pull you out of that car and beat you with it. But um, so she was she was talking about that. So she had to move, and or she's going to move, and it's because she has a dirty roommate. Oh, right. How dirty do you think this woman is? Um, didn't flush a curious head. No, she's so dirty. She caught fleas. <laughs> do they got dogs? Listen. She caught fleas. She caught the fleas and gave the fleas to the cat. Huh? Yeah. She gave fleas to, to an animal. That's, That's pretty fucking nasty. How does she catch fleas? How does she catch fleas? Uh, okay, well, that's... They that's, probably got rats in their house, too. Not just in the hallway. It's funny that you say that. <laughs> because she wrote an email 
to her roommates that was supposed to explain how she got the fleas and what they needed to do to clean out the apartment. Yes, because fleas are fucking everywhere. Yeah, like so. Carpet so our friend of the podcast for the day emailed me and she calls it the flea mail. Uh. <laughs> it says, hi guys. So I need to let you know I have fleas. Now, in bold parentheses are the edits that our friend of the podcast made to the email when she sent it to the other roommates. So there's the actual words of the of the lady who has the fleas. Then there's our friend adding her comments, okay? Okay. So, hi guys. So I need to let you know I have fleas. Now that's the person who got the fleas. Our friend says, this heifer, fucking sad face. (laughs) You can tell people who listen to this show, man. Yes. Basically, I'm pretty certain the hotel bed I slept in at the wedding gave them to me. Really? Look at my face. (laughs) What hotel did you stay in that had fleas that's fucking open? Yeah. Flea of flea. Was it a flea hotel? What <laughs> kind of shit is that? Was it a dog hotel? They didn't make the news. What? You got, it, what, dogs know all animals don't make the keep trying to blame it on dogs the dogs and cats. Oh, no. Well, the animals person. that get fleas. It's the oh. this person. Um, is this a guy or a woman? A woman. Upon returning, I felt itchy. <laughs> Wasn't sure. Crabs? I thought it was bed oh, bugs. That's like... I thought it was bag bugs. Thank God it's not. And then, of course, our friend says, Am I supposed to be grateful? (laughs) Thank God it's not bad bugs. Bitch, it's fleas. It is fleas living in my shit, man. I can't come home to fleas. What kind of shit is that? They got a bomb in the house and then watch all that shit. Yeah, and she said when when the roommate told her this, she told her in like this calm, like, Matter of fact, like, oh, the electricity bill is due and uh, I have fleas. Anyway, did you see Oprah? Like, uh, no, no, uh, uh-uh, back up. Like, when you tell me some shit like we got fleas in the house, you need to be telling me that shit with everything wrapped in plastic, holding a flamethrower, talking about, I hope you got renter's insurance. I'm about to burn this whole apartment building down. You need to be as panicked as I am. Cannot cl- calmly roll that shit into conversation. I got fleas. Would you like some cereal? No. Milk and cereal probably got fleas in it. No. She said one time she came home and she was warming up cat food in the microwave (gasps) for for the cat. Because, you know, cats need a hot meal, dog. How long has she been living with this person? Not long. Not long. I question her. Not long. Um, But unfortunately, this is once again the roommate talking. Unfortunately, over the week, I passed them on to my cats multiple cats. (laughs) Basically, my room is like the epicenter. The closet and clothes and the bed are just a major hiding spot for them. Then our friend says, where I blacked out and started sorting all my clothes to wash. She's like, so she read that shit, she went and got her clothes and started washing them. Now, she she didn't actually have uh, the roommate, like our the person who listened to our show, she didn't actually have any fleas. Like, her room was actually safe, so she took a towel, barricaded her room hall, and then left for a couple of days as they fumigated the, the room, like the apartment. So, and they, they checked the room and everything, she didn't have fleas, but still, that's just knowing that. the fumes still get in my room, right? Right. The, well, that, just knowing that, knowing that, well, they get in your room anyway. But 
she didn't want the fleas coming in. But just knowing that, doesn't it just make your skin crawl just knowing somebody had fleas? Yes. Yeah, you don't even want to walk past their room. No. Like, like, don't touch me. Don't. No. In conversation, you too close. Yeah, you got fleas and you ain't 10 going hiking or you ain't been out in the woods. Yes. The city they're in don't even have grass. How the fuck do you get fleas, man? How nasty. What yes. did she do? Just go roll in the flea pond? I have so many <laughs> questions. I have so many questions. She so went to the questions. flea market. There's <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. Like how like how it, a person just doesn't become nasty. Like they've been like there had so to she be said someone she's inside. So dirty that fleas look up to her? I don't know, man. Um, if you notice, this is also, you know, the roommate, not the, not the person. Listen, if you notice, I threw out the carpet. It's pretty much been harboring a ton of fleas and other pests. Other pests. Yeah. Um, and this is when our friend says, I call bullshit on the other pests. I vacuum it weekly, and since it was outside of my room and co and constantly had cat hair on it. So this is the part where she tries to deflect and angle for sympathy. Now back to the roommate. On another note, the cats will not be staying with us much longer. It seems Jasper's tumor on his paw has returned, which means in order to save his life, his paw must be amputated. Obviously, I'm heartbroken by this. Now, what I'm thinking, if, if it's probably the same thing y'all thinking, the fuck this got to do with fleas and my shit? Unless the cat got fleas. I don't care about your fucking cat and his one paw. He can beat it. I and care about. Beat it too. I care about my possessions. I, I don't. Why are the cats free roaming around the house when everybody's paying rent? Like fuck that. Keep your animal in your room. However, uh, if the cancer spreads to his lungs, he's a gun. I'm trying to get them out to the doctor ASAP in hopes that it can be amputated. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. In hopes that it's not too late for Jasper. Obviously, he will have to put be put to sleep. Although I wouldn't do that unless he is in pain. Anyways, I'm just letting you know all this so you can keep clear of me and the cats. Bitch, we were going to keep clear of you and the fucking cats because they have fleas. I don't know if you understand how fleas work. You don't hang around shit with fleas because that's how you get fleas. Oh, wait a minute. You don't understand how the fuck fleas work because you got fleas. Why the fuck are the cats still roaming around the fucking house with fleas? She said keep clear like the cat still got free room. This means they in the fucking kitchen, they on the climbing on counters and shit. Oh, okay. Uh, that's why I don't like animals in this the house. Most of you guys are never in the living room anyways. And then That don't mean a damn thing. This is when our friend of the podcast writes in her own editorial. Because it's a haven of cat grossness, and when I walk in there I get pissed. I am not a cat person. But plates, day, but plates days worth of dried food, stale cat smells are not cute. No, it's not. And when cats piss on shit, it's a strong odor. And, and, it, and it soaks in your carpet. So this shouldn't be much of an issue. Back to the roommate, of course. Uh, I just wouldn't have any friends over hanging out in there this week. For the most part, I will be spraying insecticide on my personal body daily. Ugh. Wait, is what? that even how you're supposed to do it? Bitch, go to the doctor. Can you do it? <laughs> you spray insecticide on your body? Will you kill yourself? What? First of all, go not just daily, but like once. She need a flea dip along with them damn cash. <laughs> I can imagine she already stinks. But then to walk around smelling well, like this. It's just probably just off, too. It's probably not even real, like, real bug spray. It's just off of some shit. They'll get off. She's going to rub it on white lotion. 
Oh, you have to move out, baby. Um, <laughs> Sue this bitch for stress. <laughs> it, insecticide on my personal body daily. Showering offering, often. Showering often. And wearing a hat. Wearing a hat. What the fuck is a hat gonna do? Is this gonna keep the fleas on your head? What are you doing? They damn sun tanning, sun basin in the house? I don't understand a hat. I guess. No, that sounds like lights. You know, a light. Yeah, that's lights, not fleas. First of all, bitch, you gotta cut all your hair off. You need to be looking like a chemo patient. I'm talking about all your hair from the rooter to the tutor. You need to be hairless. Um. Let's see. If you, <laughs> she gotta wax her ass. Here. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you do come into contact with the cats, just wash your hands, and you should be fine. I'm not touching them cats. Let me take your word from it, flea woman. <laughs> yes, yeah, the woman who caught the fleas. I, she knows how fleas that's work. That's like taking advice from Steve Harvey. Right. Just don't let them into your room. Why is that my fucking responsibility? <laughs> Put a leash on those motherfuckers or something. How is it my? F- Look, I need like what if, if I the fleas get in my room? She why'd you let the cats in? I told you in the email. I bet this the same type of roommate it's, that um you find you come home and find it on your bed trying on some of your clothes. Right, and see this eating your mayonnaise out the jar yeah. with no no spoon. Yeah, this is the shit that get you punched in the face. <laughs> telling me some shit like that. All the violence it hurts. The violence. Other other yeah. ex- other examples of pure DNA le- level nasty she exhibited before and after Fleet Fest 2011. So this is also our friend giving us a rundown of how nasty this chick is. You guys wanted to know? I do, I do. Heating up cat food in the microwave. It was room temperature. She mixes it dry and wet food with water. So it's like cat food soup uncovered to boot. Now, I had somebody today warm up fish in the microwave and it stank up the whole house. <laughs> yeah, all day long. You can't right. even smell it. Like. I don't even want to know what the fuck warmed up cat food smell <laughs> like, dog. Oh, that shit stinks. And I hate when people do that at my job. And I remember the first time somebody did that and I was walking and I had to, you talking about politically correct, I had to uh, remember I was at work. Because mm-hmm. I was walking and I said, oh, it smells like somebody washed their ass. And I was like, oh, am I loud? <laughs> You know, that's what I hate about Walmart. It, um, you know, like the facial soap products? Right. Always next to the pet food. Right. That shit pisses me off. Yeah, that's why I always go to Harris Tudor. You know what else, too? I was just You just reminded me that, Karen. Politically correct is making the Punisher stop killing people. <laughs> that would be politically right. correct. Yes. That's a great example. So next time you asshole racist think that being black is politically correct, you're wrong. Anyway. Um... I stopped using the kitchen almost entirely. I have a sponge I keep in my room to wash the dishes I use. Because she lets the sponge marinate in the bottom of the sink, she also feels using soap on the dishes is optional. Optional? Yes. Did she mean like optional like I think I may, I don't think so today? Yeah, sometimes she just runs water over the soap, over the dishes. That's good enough? That's how she's doing it now? I wonder if it's hot water. Word? Cool. Oh, oh, it's not his environment. What kind of hippie ass shit is this? Word. That's how, that's how she takes showers too. Just oh, no I bet soap. she don't wash her hands. She wipe her ass. Oh. No soap. When I went out of town with the other roommates, uh, oh, when I went out of town, the other roommates were gone as well. How and when I got back, house? huh? How many fucking people in this house? Sound like four. I mean, this is. I mean, sometimes people have this many roommates depending on the city you're in. Remember, I'm trying to keep this anonymous. Stop asking so many questions. <laughs> now, um, so I went out of town and the other roommates were gone as well. When I got back, we had flies. 
She done jingle with the garbage and left enough food in the sink drain to evolve into flies. Now, jingle with the garbage, you know what the game jingle is? It's where you stack shit and you just keep moving shit so that it doesn't topple over. She just basically stacked the garbage up instead of taking it out and then left enough food in the drain long enough for them to come back from vacation and they had flies in the house. Oh. <laughs> they the probably hell? got maggots and all kinds of other shit. Oh my god! And this is nasty. And um, How, you can't move out of that house fast enough. It's gotten to the point where I, that I clean just enough to do my part. I'm suppressing all of my uh, Caribbean, Caribbean. When I unleash my full soft scrub potential, she finds a way to make it gross and doesn't clean. Period. So it feels like I'm the housekeeper. Thankfully, the new place is with friends, and we all have no problem respectfully addressing issues with each other, and they both already keep ha clean houses, so she's going to be moving out. I would have put all this shit in her room, too. Yes. I would have been, I took that trash can and put that shit right in her room, but like, bitch, take the fucking trash out. But I thought that was spectacular. It needed to be told to people, so if you have any terrible roommate stories, I know uh, you can relate. We all do. I don't believe a twit picket. Peter <laughs> been coming to get me because I'd have been kicked them damn cats. Get them damn cats out of here. How long do you put up with a situation like that? Like, I, two days, a day, a few hours, like, like after you first moved in. I mean, the thing is, there's all kinds of logistics involved. And then you know these motherfuckers. You know how people like this, they don't hit you with full nastiness right away. No. They always try to ease you into their nastiness and then like five days in you like, what the fuck? It's warning signs. It's no, of course it's warning signs, signs man. man, but depending on your living situation it's not, like it's, we're coming from a sense of stability, like I got a full time job, I can pay this much in rent I know this, you know, you live with your girl I live with Karen, there's a lot that we have in control, but when you get in certain situations, especially in expensive cities to live in you might end up with a, like in a, with a bad roommate. Like everybody in New York has a bad roommate story. But they know each other. Like it sounds like they know. She, she does. In. She obviously does not know this chick. She moved in with somebody. She knows it's always musty every time you hanging out. No, with no, nah. no. Sometimes, especially in a larger city, people put ads and people just move in with each other without. Yeah, a lot. They, matter of fact, like, like single white female shit. That's that. Well, I mean, it's we live in a city where we don't have to worry about that. that. But, yeah, but in, in other cities, cities, that's. Quite common, That's very especially normal. in New York. The fucking yeah. rent is so high. Like it depends on what city it is. You know, there's enough cousins and relatives up there. They need to be sharing. Uh, all right, yeah. you, you just don't want to hear like. Yeah, yeah. I try to explain it. I hear what you're saying. I mean, I get what y'all saying. I understand. I, I know people that. Like, I mean, like, man, you wouldn't do that. Well, no. There's a point. There's a point. Especially like if you're living on your own and shit, whatever. You have to compromise and get a roommate. Yeah. Everybody, just about everybody, has at least one horrible roommate story. And it's how you deal with it. She's dealing with it appropriately. Get the fuck out. As soon as you realize this shit is irredeemable, because you try, like, this shit that you try as a human being yeah, to, work to be like, hey, man, look, can you not leave your dishes in the fucking sink? All right, look, I've been seeing dishes all week. We've talked about this before. This is my last time telling you, don't leave. And then there's that point that you get to where obviously she's at. Well, you just move out right before rent's due and be like, fuck you, nigga. I told you, keep your shit out the sink. Your cat's got fleas. I almost got fleas fucking with you. You kill your warming up cat food. I can't even watch yeah, TV. And, 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 like, that's when and, that's the point where it sounds and, like she's and, at. And in fact, uh, she's pretty cool with it because 
a lot of people, no matter what the color of your skin is, they walk in that bitch and it's please. It's gonna, we gonna call the police. Well, who you gonna? First of all, there's no flea police. Second of all, no, not, the, not the flea police, the police police, because a lot of people with ass over shit like that. Well, you can't, I'm not hitting you if you got fleas. Like, that's the perfect, that's the perfect shit to have. I'm not whooping your ass if you got fleas. You gotta get disinfected before I can even beat your ass. Now, three weeks later, I got, I'm like, I'm not even this mad anymore. I'm just like, I gotta get out of here. So, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. She's doing the right thing for me, which is get the fuck out while you can. Quick and in a hurry. So it would be worse if at the end of this is like, well, I'll probably be moving out when the lease is up. No. No. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, my part of the lease Yeah, you, my part of the lease <laughs> involves not having fleas and fucking cats, man. But, um. What they call it? Ex- exogen? Ex- circumstances? Extingent? Ex- something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So y'all ever watch Japanese porn? Y'all ever seen it? I have. Tentacles and shit coming out. Yeah, hey man, do the dudes have some type of inferiority complex? Because I was watching Japanese porn with real people. You know, sometimes they blur shit out. I don't know why. But <laughs> I don't know what the rules are in Japan. Like, can they? Like, why is it blurred out? Can you play that I on TV? Like, oh no, you, you can play it, it on TV say, as long as you don't show his dick. Yeah. Like, well, I don't think I want my kid watching a blurred out dick <laughs> either. <laughs> Yeah, they, they blur the, they blur the nipples. Right. See all that. Like, is this shit coming on during the Cartoon Network? Like, why? Is, <laughs> why are they just blurring out people's dicks and pussies? Mommy time. Yeah. This Japanese porn makes no fucking sense to me. <laughs> but they always go like one step too far for me. Cause you know I watch it for the same reason that most people watch porn, which is to masturbate to. Obviously, <laughs> I don't know what else y'all doing with this. But um, I'm watching it, man, and it's like impossible to fucking get through. Cause like, <laughs> the woman is acting like this dude had the hugest dick in the world and was killing her. I'm like, am I watching a rape? Why is she? Oh, oh sometimes I do have rape scenes. It it, it yeah. seems like it. I mean, obviously, it's not real. Like, okay, no. you say they have rape scenes. Let's clear this up. Nobody here has ever seen. A real rape on camera. No. Rape is a brutal fucking crime yes, that is, is not consensual in any way. <laughs> not even a, I kind of don't want it. Okay, put it in. No. no. Rape is like, I beat the shit out of you and fuck you while you lay unconscious and then I get out of here because I'm a criminal. That's different. But they have these like fake role play type situations yeah. sometimes where it's like, don't really feel my titties. But then I don't understand the fantasy of wanting a woman. To like be broken by your dick, and I don't mean broken in like the ah, I'm fucking ah. the shit out of you, but broken like emotionally. Like she's gonna ah, not remember shit. this as a good experience later. <laughs> I, I think my problem with it is all of them. I, I'm not gonna say all of them, but a majority of them fit that stereotype. Look like little school kids, yeah. the women do, and extremely small. Yeah, well, I, yeah, they have a lot of people over there, so yeah, they. Like, space is at a premium. You don't really see too many fat Japanese people at porn. Oh, no. But, like, when they're having sex, though, it's like the woman's like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Let me put my dick up. I don't think this is what I'm supposed to be. Is she enjoying this? Like I'm, like, I'm actually fast forwarding the scene to see if she made it out okay. I'm not even trying to fast forward through, like, oh, yeah, let me get to them titties. I'm like, oh, no, no, skip the titties. Is she okay? See, I'm mainly watching to see a woman close to my skin complexion. Right. Cause uh, other, than uh, pinky, uh, other than Pinky, is like <laughs> that's it. Eh? You know, that's about it. This is not too many. You know, and she bright. <laughs> it's just I feel like the the do the women have to overcompensate for the men's perceived or actual and your stereotype. You, the listener, determine how you feel about it. The whole like 
Chinese Asian men have smaller penises? Like, are they trying to overcompensate for that stereotype? Because even if the dude had like a normal sized penis, does she still have to be like, oh my god, no! This is the worst thing ever! so to strike their egos and things like that from Like, that is not ego stroking to me! If I put my dick inside somebody and they start crying, Game fucking over. I don't. I don't ever want to see you again. I think that's what most porn in general, um, except for like the ghetto black porn. Yeah. A lot of times I see them. They be looking. The girls be looking at the camera. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, 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 they be texting yeah, their man. They, they, they be fixing their hair. Yeah. Yeah. Forties across your ass. Actually, I have seen that a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, forty ounce bounce. Yeah. Boy, no. Looking on these bitches. <laughs> Let me see your 40 ounce bounce on these bitches. I think that's yeah, more we like nasty bitches. I think that's more of a point. <laughs> I think just the difference is um, a lot of Asian women singing like their voices a little more high pitched. But it's, it can't just be that because it's not even it's like, like they're talking. It's not like, yeah, there's like somebody is stabbing them with a yeah. dick knife. Like it, it, it is not, like it is nothing sexy about that shit, man. It's disgusting, man. I guess two girls on a cup, wasn't it? Weren't they Asian too? Nah, I don't think so. There was something else. But I think maybe the first one I saw it was too Asian. I don't know, man. I don't even remember. So I think that. they just everything over the top. Yeah. Everything I, is over the top. I don't even think that is that even a Japanese video. That was, I don't even know. That, I don't even want to attribute that to them. I don't even know that that was. I, I think the, the two girls on the cup I saw it was. It was two Asian, Asian girls. Two Asian girls. I thought it was. Yeah. I swear the one I saw was two like Brazilians or some shit. Either way, fuck it. I'm just saying. That's all, that's all none talking. of that shit is cool, man. Like, after I jacked off to that the 10th time, I said, enough. <laughs> I'm done with this video. But Never actually, again. I'm again. I saved it. Some more I saved it. Yeah, I was, ah, I, was, ah. I was saved this on my portable drive because this is too bad. It's too ratchet. Um, so the other day, Twitter turned into a discussion, speaking of sexuality, of how men aren't able to satisfy women sexually. And, you know, there's a whole lot of, it was like that skit from um, Outcast, uh, that one with Peaches. And cookie. It's like ring ring. Hey peaches. You know that one. It's like a motherfucking minute man. Dick so shout shout. Nigga came quick quick. I got mine. He got him. Like that shit. I was like fuck fuck. But um. So uh. They were just basically dissing on dudes the whole time. And of course, it's called the backlash in all of black Twitter. And then you had a bunch of dudes talking about how if a man gets the right woman, he'll satisfy her. And these hoes can't be satisfied sexually because they hoes. And don't nobody care about you and all this shit. And, I, and, you know, sometimes women are the ones that don't care. And I'm like, y'all have a lot of sex with people that don't care about each other. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of careless sex going on in these streets, dog. Because, like, you would think if somebody cared, and, and the thing is, especially in a relationship, now there's a one night stand, they probably don't care. Like, okay, that happened. But when it comes to a relationship, you would like to think that a motherfucker would at least talk about it. You wouldn't be on Twitter telling the world you that you have whack sex. You would be amazed at how many people use Twitter as an outlet versus talking to the person they need to talk about about the situation. Yeah, that's crazy to me to be like, my sex is whack. Roll over, tweet. <laughs> these niggas can't fuck these days. It don't matter if you've been with them for six years and you had two babies. Send, send. It's the same motherfuckers that swear but down. They don't have unprotected sex. 
Yeah. But at the same time, um, you're pregnant or you right. have an STD. Right, okay. It's just, I mean, you know, and of course, they send that out. Retweet, retweet, retweet. So everybody got that we, we're not, I'm not having great sex or whatever. And it's, it's just like, well, obviously, even if you care about somebody, the relationships are defined by the shit, the little shit you don't want to do. And the big shit you don't want to do. Everybody always defines their happiness by the shit that, of course I'd love to take a lovely fucking vacation with you. Who would? Like, that's when you know your relationship's fucked up when you can't even go to, like, Barbados together. But, <laughs> but all that shit is great. You know what I mean? But it's the shit where it's like, you know what? I really need to talk to you about X. And that's some real personal shit that might fuck with your ego. And I want to work around it and I want to get better. Blah, blah, blah. That's when the relationships are built. Those moments, you won't even fucking talk about that. You go tweet and Facebook sad faces to your friends about your sex life. That is that's pathetic as shit. And, and, and for anybody to be just going back and forth in that blame game shit was just, it was just sad looking at people like, no, it's the men that don't, no, it's the women, it's the, nigga, who cares? You, listen, I tell people this all the time. Stop worrying about the people you're not fucking. You are not fucking these people. <laughs> Stop worrying about their sex life. I don't care if you're not coming. Good for you. I don't care if you come. Uh-huh. You, you can fucking tweet. Just had the best sex ever. I had 27 multiple orgasms. Congratulations, lady. None of those did anything for me. At all. You have a working vagina. Congrats. I don't, oh, man. man. I don't get it. And, like, the only relationship advice that's really good relationship advice it's relationship advice that people don't want to take, which is why I don't give it to them. Nope. Like you. Yeah, I, I don't give oh, my Come kids. to me for relationship advice. Yeah. I will hook you up. Justin will give you purposely <laughs> bad relationship advice. And I will laugh. I will be amused. So y'all please go to Rhyme of a Reason on Twitter. Ask him your relationship questions because I want to laugh at y'all dumb asses. Yeah, y'all don't want to hear. Yeah, y'all definitely yeah. want to hear y'all because we get y'all pain. Nah, nigga, I ain't doing that shit. What the fuck you ask for, dude? Yeah. Leave me alone. I can't, like when somebody like, I can't find a man. Rod, you seem to be in a relationship what should i do to find a man i don't know get lucky you know how much fucking finding a man is just nope. luck you want to find a good man advertise that you will lick the balls even that while shit. giving head just, uh, uh, you'll find plenty of good men now i'm not saying it'll be the perfect one for you but you'll find plenty of good men yeah you'll find plenty of men <laughs> you know i don't know about good I men mean, every man wants their balls licked and they dick sucked. so they're playing the odds in theory yeah you'll, you'll <laughs> you find say, a good man if you suck a hundred dicks at least one of them was a good dick at least one of them was a dick on a good man so, lick the so you balls. need to get out there and get on as many dicks as possible ladies correct the balls Correct's advice the balls. by justin correct the balls um, so, and the other thing too, man, when I was watching, like when we went up and we filmed in this nice studio, it's like mm-hmm. a big ass house converted type studio thing. It was huge, it was nice, it was beautiful. And I started thinking, this seems like a place where porn gets filmed. Because mm-hmm. whenever you watch porn now, they have these big ass houses in like Miami and shit, and it's just two people fuck on the couch and then they get up and leave, and you're like, oh, I wonder whose house that was. But instead of wondering whose house that was, I started thinking, who lives next to the porn mansion? Like, who was that unlucky motherfucker yeah. that bought a nice... Studio lights. Yeah, the- Y'all sleeping all of a sudden. The, they filming out on the, the back with the pool and right. the cameras is coming out. And it's there's, all kinds of the Japanese, there's all kinds of Japanese women screaming and crying and shit because they're being raped. <laughs> like, who lives next to the Jap- to the oh, porn oh. mansion, dog? Like... That's gotta suck. You're like, you got kids and shit. You know what I mean? Like, go play in the backyard. Daddy, somebody's fucking in the backyard. Damn it, again? 
Go inside and play PlayStation. I'll be right back. Like, what did I tell you about this, Ron? I guess if you're a single man, it's a good lifestyle. But if you're a family man... Yeah. Even if you're a single dude, like, you really can't do shit at your house, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, man, I'm having a cookout. Oh, don't bring your wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we gonna play poker on the balcony. Oh, your bachelor parties are the best though. Like like you can always just go in the backyard. Hmm, I think I wanna see some porn today. Right. Live. Porn just but it seems like um especially if you're not jacking out to it, porn just seems disgusting. Uh, <laughs> the fuck you wasn't wanna be around some porn for I watched for the storyline. Right. <laughs> and it would be hard to kinda get your schedule out. Oh, you can't come on Tuesdays and Thursdays between five and midnight. Damn it. Yes. And the, the way they do porn now is so impromptu. Like they just like take them on a beach. They get naked on the beach, then they go to like. You no, know, sometimes I think them porns are in illegal places because people. Oh yeah, they definitely are. And be like, I hey, think. Hey, hey, what y'all doing over there? I definitely have read articles about people being caught doing porn for oh. national sites, not okay. not just rinky dink, like me and my girl fucking on camera. No, I'm talking about bang bros driving out to like a museum and fucking behind it, like that kind of shit. Ah. But, um, like these porn motherfuckers don't have no respect, dog. Like it would be cool if they was respectful and you could just count on them to be like, alright man, y'all keep keep the shit inside and whatever. No, these motherfuckers are like fucking on the back porch, fucking by the mailbox. You just like, dog, I can't even have my mama come over and stay with me for a week because you won't stop fucking. But at least you know the cum won't be everywhere. You know it, yeah. it went to the woman's face. Right, now, that's a good you know, point. That, you know that part at least. Is I, well, I've seen several accidents. That, <laughs> like as professional as they are, it's like Kobe Bryant misses a three-pointer every once in a while. That, that's that's kind of what the porn people do. The hardest part is the pissing out the week. Yes. <laughs> that's when your aim is really fucked up. And, he, and the other thing, like, you notice how, like, there's always multiracial versions of porn? Because it'll be, like, Asian street hookers, black street hookers, Latin street hookers. Big booty Latin girls. Yeah, like. Asian girls. Yeah, like, there's always, like, these, like, let's get them all. We got to get all the races involved in this shit. You can't just have one thing. And that's cool that they want to do that. But I was thinking I would not be able to accept the plot line of a black bang bus type porn. Like, where they just had the dudes pick up chicks on a, uh, out of the van, and they just, like, ride up to them, like, hey, what you doing? I'm shopping, but I'm broke. I have to attach the bus. <laughs> it's like, would you like to make $100? I don't know. Why don't you hop in this van and think about it? I guess. And then, of course, 10 minutes later after they get... Why they talk to them for 10 minutes, I'll never no. know. But 10, 20 minutes later after they get done talking and making corny-ass jokes that I don't want to hear, they start fucking. But I wouldn't believe that if it was like three black dudes in the van. No. I'm like, no bitch would get in there. You insane? Of course she did. No, she didn't get in there. This is all fake. The one that confused me is the one where the guy eats the girl's pussy. Knowing she's fucked a million one. Or if it's like two dudes and he'll like he'll look up pussy after the other dude just fucked up. Yeah. Like, that's like, some, yeah, that's some odd things going on in porn. Really, that, that really happened. Like, like if I was if I was those dudes I'd lie and say they edited my shit out like the real world. Like nah, I did that first, nigga. I was matter of fact, nobody was in the room. It was me and her. That was two days before the, the shit. I didn't know she was like that. That, that happened, like really. <laughs> I don't understand the dudes where 
where they both want to get it at the same time. <laughs> and like one dude is like on top of it, the other one's like in her mouth. You're like, oh no, man, what is no, move? That's too much. Yo, with your clothes, that's that is, whose fantasy is that? <laughs> that is nobody's oh, fantasy. Wow. That is nobody's fantasy. That shit is disturbing. <laughs> I should, no bullshit. I can't. What is her name? Like Janine Pepper. It was an old old film. Like, cause I'm a, I'm a kind of sewer porn. I have vintage films and things. I I like to. To know these things. Yeah, but yeah. it was one where she was fucking like two German dudes or something. And one dude was, was actually hitting it. And the other dude went to go eat her while he was hitting it. <laughs> Yo, that's- and she had to stop him like, hey, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> like, she was like, he was, and he could barely speak English. He's like, what, don't you want? She's like, no, that's, that's gay as shit. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you doing? You might as well suck his dick right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the porn stop stops you. This serious. Yeah, the porn stop stops you. Yeah, it's, you know you fucked up. I immediately have to search for another like I had to that's the thing I had to stop because I was intrigued like why why did he do that can we can like we have a director's commentary or something like stop for a second and be like and that was when Heinrich thought he was be a good job a good deal to go down he didn't understand but I was disgusted that's not how we do it here in America Alright man, we need to do some articles so we can go ahead and wrap up the show. Cool. Got a lot of articles here. So let's get right into it. Oh, Florida. Oh. Florida woman uses vagina to smuggle drugs into jail. Damn. Into jail? Into jail, yeah, man. You gotta bring some drugs into jail. What else is that doing there? See, I hate these young people these days. Why she can't just use her ass to mix it with shit like any other one? Come on. Why don't you swallow it down your stomach and let the bag come out a week later? That's what the smart move is. A Florida woman being escorted through the Lee County Jail was caught trying to sneak crack cocaine. Well, it was in her crack, all right. <laughs> oh, up top. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, into the facility over the weekend, according to a report. Angela Lynn Palmer, a 37-year-old Fort Myers resident with, with a history of drug arrest, you don't say, dropped a, a glass tube and, di- and then upon being questioned by the deputies, confessed that she had been... She had more contraband stacked in her vagina. Oh, so uh, she had a glass tube in her junks? Yeah, a crack pipe or something dropped out of her vagina. I don't know a lot, but I know one thing. A culture is strong, and it grabs stuff, and that's what it does. It grabs it tightly. Right. If it Ain't works correctly. Ain't you afraid about that shit busting? <laughs> if not, then the man won't care about you. You be on Twitter talking about my vagina don't work. Well, that's I was wondering. <laughs> you know, we had you had the story on, um, I guess, about two months ago about the guy that had like 17 items up his ass. Yeah. I'm trying to really figure out what's the strangest thing a woman has actually had up her pussy. Oh, man. Like, I'd have to say Steve Harvey's dick. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all with me? Moments later, an orange cigar tube then fell out of a woman's vagina. Oh, so I just, hey, Don't you just imagine her standing there and just, like, with, like almost when somebody's juggling and they have too many objects in their hand, they just start dropping one at a time. I just picture her, like, her vagina just, like, she just clacking on the metal, on the ground, like, clack, clack, clack. I, and what was that? And I'm then another tube falls out. Like, where her panties at? Why? Why is they must be searching her? I'm assuming they must be doing the search at this yeah. point. Oh, okay. And she's just falling on the ground. Like, what was that? Oops! <laughs> I don't know where this crack pipe came. Oh my God! There's another tube. 
Well, is that a cigar? Kegel exercises for yes. all those drug smuggling bitches out there. Get it right, get it tight, oh, ladies. Wow. Officials discovered two pieces of crack cocaine inside the orange tube. Um, and after that, each of the tubes contained residue consistent with crack. So she didn't even get new crack pipes. She went and got the old ones. Palmer was originally arrested on Friday on multiple charges. And uh, after Saturday's incident, faces new charges of possession of cocaine, possession of drug equipment. Uh, among others. So she kept it in there for a day and then it just slipped out. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. If, like, if somebody had some cocaine around me, I'd be like, um, is that flour? Why do you have, or sugar? You know, I'd be thinking it's something. I wouldn't jump to conclusion it's cocaine. Well, you don't work in a prison. Yeah. If you work in a prison, you're like, everything. nobody's sneaking sugar cubes. <laughs> Who wants coffee that bad? I mean, you know, are these honey buns you have in here? <laughs> We know our inmates love honey buns. What kind of... Are you going to be... There's a glass tube. Are you going to be doing performing <laughs> scientific experiments oh, later? You know, I'm thinking they're trying to mix their Kool-Aid. I feel bad. <laughs> Yo, I feel bad for whoever had to touch that shit. <laughs> like, oh, I'll be like, pick it up. Pick it up with your vagina. Just like you dropped it. Um, <laughs> yesterday, an 18-year-old on a jet blue flight from Portland to New York City made a tremendous mistake and peed on a sleeping 11-year-old girl's leg. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Wow. Oh, R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> how you gonna, first of all, how you gonna pee on somebody's leg? Like, it's all good. Like, my bad. <laughs> like, that's some shit that never, that never happens. Like, oh, I accidentally peed on this person's leg. My fault. I didn't realize it was gonna be like this. But, uh, so he went ahead and peed on her leg. And, uh, <laughs> it says, Yesterday, 18-year-old on JetBlue, Portland to NYC, made a tremendous mistake and peed on a sleeping 11-year-old girl's leg. He thought he was in the bathroom. He was also drunk. Do you need to say that? <laughs> I think we know. I think we got it. He must have been drinking. See, he gonna fuck it up for all the free alcohol on the flights. Now, this is a crazy news article. This must be somebody's blog because it says, No, he was shit-faced. <laughs> because we've been drunk before, way drunk, and but one thing we've never done is piss on a child. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> After the imbibing of eight drinks... Eight drinks? Can you get eight drinks on a flight? Are they allowed to give you that? He must have been in first class. I must say, he must have been in first class. Wow. Uh... <laughs> So, uh, eight was all it took to turn you into a monster. He groped his way out of his seat, moved five rows away, and whipped it out. When the girl's father noticed, oh, oh, her daddy was there. She got pissed on in front of her daddy. Well, I mean, what the fuck was he doing when, when a dick walked up to his daughter and he just sat yes. down? He's like, oh, is that a dick? Oh, my God. He, uh, when the father, when the girl's father noticed, he flew into a rage screaming, Fuck that kid. I don't want him near my family. Then, because this had to get better, an hour before the flight landed, one passenger began complaining of chest pains. He started puking soon after. Damn. Wait. So the father didn't whoop the guy's ass? Apparently not. <laughs> Insufficient daddy in my friend. The child, the child pisser has been... A, they call him a child pisser. The child pisser has been issued a federal summons for indecent exposure. They, the, they, they have to register as a sex offender, too. Then they, yes. Then they may have uh, broke it up or uh, stopped him from jumping on the dude. 
Maybe. Well, are there international laws, like, since he's technically, you know, just like when you're over water? I don't know. You know. Maybe. Maybe in the air you can piss on a kid. And it's it's like, like the Mile High Piss Club. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Maybe it's a Japanese business. Oh, club. oh, oh, this R. Kelly video hurts. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The irony, the irony, it hurts. Moving on to the next story. It hurts. Uh... So, an argument between Charlotte Green and her 30-year-old boyfriend, Darnell, or Daniel Baxter, yeah, they black, uh, ended tragically inside of a Stockton apartment Sunday morning. Uh-oh. That's right. He must have did something. Green's puppy, Feisty, that's the name of the puppy, Feisty, okay. a two-month-old red-nosed pit bull, because you know niggas love pit bulls, was thrown against the wall so hard, vets had to pull it down, had to put it down. So he killed, he threw the pet, the pit bull against the wall so hard that the vets had no choice but to kill the pit bull. Yeah, because they had fleas. He must have been listening to <laughs> Big Boy from Outcast. Animal slavery in America, dog. Yep. It's just another in the long line of Peter being right. Um, Stockton police say it was Baxter who did it. That's the boyfriend, if you're counting. Still shaking up over the incident, Charlotte could barely speak as she gave Fox 40 News her account later Sunday afternoon. At 5 a.m., she says Baxter came home drunk and demanding sex. When she refused, he went after the baby pit bull. See, See ladies, this is why it's your fault. Because, like Steve Harvey said, if you think like a man and you act like a woman, you would have gave him some sex and your dog would still be alive. <laughs> Am I right? Karen. Am I up top? Nope. No up top? Okay. Nah, this ain't the first time this nigga came home so, drunk and demanded sex. He woke her too hard, punched her, and threw her against the wall. Who wants pussy this bad? I thought he was listening to Outkast. <laughs> Grab her by her neck, throw her on the wall. Say, bitch, don't never disrespect me, never, not at all. Uh, I told him to stop, and then he ran to the bathroom and started crying. <laughs> Just was Drake playing in the background. And shit. Oh, wow. broken ribs, bruises, and a broken jaw left Feisty unable to walk. Green says Daniel called paramedics for help, but police showed up instead. Good. Send this nigga to jail. They did. Wait a minute. How did the dog? Dying lead the story over a woman getting physically abused for sex. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with the news these days? A dog died. Oh my god. Oh, and the woman was beaten and almost raped. That's because they're Wait. black. <laughs> yes. A dog is more important than a black yes, life. Peter you can ask Peter. Yes. Um, Thanks, Peter. <laughs> um, so they escorted Feisty to a veterinarian, but the puppy suffered such severe brain trauma that he had to be put down. The woman can't replace her pup, but she did have a message for her now ex-boyfriend. I just want him to get help, like anger management or a program for him to stop drinking. And he's facing charges of animal cruelty. He's also facing parole violation charges as it, and is ineligible for bail. Wait a minute. He's not facing any charges for beating his girlfriend up? Of course not. She's black. We, we established that, that at the very beginning of the story. This is the craziest goddamn story ever. What did this happen? I don't want to be around here at all. This is, oh, Stockton. Whatever Stockton. Is that California? This is terrible. Oh, Stockton. Um, so this is speaking of waking people up. Police in Florida, oh, Florida, said a woman attempting to use fireworks to wake up her boyfriend ended up losing three fingers. <laughs> oh, this is why I do not play with fireworks. I don't, mm -mm. <laughs> a 36-year-old woman 
What was this, an episode of Jackass? <laughs> I'm watching this. <laughs> 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 trying to hold them in her hand? A resident of, of Georgetown Apartments had planned to light fireworks, uh, a novelty item, and throw it out the front door to wake up her boyfriend with the resulting noise. But the item exploded while still in her hand. Oh. The explosion tore off the woman's thumb, middle, and right fingers. So now she's got to learn to jack his dick with the whole other hand. Oh. Uh, they said a bone, <laughs> they said a bone remnant was found lodged in the apartment ceiling. Damn! <laughs> God damn! Sound like a South Park episode. She flew that way. Boom! Uh, so they took her to uh, the hospital to get treatment. The boyfriend told police the couple had been drinking alcohol the previous evening. So wait, she hadn't been drinking that day? I mean, she couldn't just shake him? Seriously? Uh, just call his name? Just punch him in the face and demand sex and then run to the bathroom and cry and then kill a puppy. Yeah. That's how I would do it. Wow. Um, woman charged with assaulting a 12-year-old girl. Uh, the North Brantford Police Department responded to a call where a 24-year-old New Haven woman allegedly assaulted a 12-year-old girl who was attending a family birthday party. Yeah, these people are white. Um, yeah. New Haven, this is Connecticut. Yeah, guess guess the race. The assault reportedly took place when Candace Kylie uh, accused the victim of looking at her 30-year-old boyfriend. But bitch, she 12. Hey, there's always a reason to punch somebody in the face. Mm-hmm. We've established that. She's like, I know you ain't recklessly eyeballing my man at your birthday party, Katie. I can tell she's trying to get her own numbers up so she can audition for the BGC. <laughs> the boyfriend was in the kitchen of the home cleaning up the sp- a spill when the confrontation between Kylie and the 12-year-old guest at the party took place. Kylie, 24, of Howard Avenue, New Haven, reportedly accused the victim of looking at her boyfriend, saying that the victim had been looking at him all day. Bitch, I know you've been looking at my man all day. I don't care if you all blowing out your candles. <laughs> the fuck they got to do with my man? Put that cupcake down. Twelve, dog. <laughs> You're never too young to get your, to learn that lesson about reckless eyeballing. <laughs> reckless eyeballing my man. Think I won't whoop your ass. Well, um, uh, her parents whoop her ass for jumping on their child. She then grabbed the girl by the hair and threw her on the floor. The 12-year-old sustained an injury from her head hitting the floor and then suffered an asthma attack. The alleged assault was stopped when other family members heard the commotion and intervened. Kylie was arrested on a warrant and charged with third-degree assault, disorderly conduct, and risk of injury to a minor. She was she was released pending on a court appearance on August 23rd. So hopefully, uh, while she was in jail, my man got to knock off that 12-year-old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it worked out, dog. Wow. Yeah. She needs her ass whooped for that. Um, this story is too heartbreaking. I was gonna read this, but. It was another case of insufficient fathering. Basically, what happened in that story was this dude lost track of his kid, who's only four years old. Oh. Found his four-year-old in his in the apartment complex in another person's apartment, naked, and the dude in the apartment was naked too. <gasps> now the dude pled not guilty to uh, molestation, but more importantly, the one detail in that story that's important. He did not whoop that dude's ass. <laughs> I was ama- I read that whole article like I must. Is there a page too? Where's the? Where did the assault take place? How do you walk in on a naked man with your naked four year old and go? I need to call the authorities. No, first you can't get ass whooping, and if and you're alive, you both go to jail. If you're alive, we call the cops. The cops will never arrest you for that shit. Yeah, I, they- the cops will never arrest you for that shit. It doesn't even matter. Oh man. 
Um, this is a nice article. A male teenager was arrested Wednesday for sexually violating the corpse of a woman who had fallen from an apartment following an apparent suicide. Damn. He was like, she was gonna jump anyway. <laughs> Might as well not let his body go to waste. I know, let me get up before she get cold. Yeah. <laughs> Good shit. Uh, the 16-year-old high school student told police he wanted to see what would happen. What would, what would happen? <laughs> Nigga, what would happen? You can't just fuck a corpse, man. It's not a science experiment. <laughs> I just want to see what would happen if I fucked it. Oh, shit. The incident happened in an apartment complex in North Chichong Province Monday. According to police, he found the 68-year-old woman dead. So not only... 68? That's right. She's a cougar, Karen. She's chasing young men. This nigga dick was hard as hell. <laughs> and so was her body. How do you even, like, how do you, so there's certain things that might turn me on that might be abnormal. A dead fucking 68 year old woman. Who had just fell out of a building. Like, there's no way was she looking at her best. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the sad part is, if he would have just got there hours earlier, he could have had sex with her. She would have had a reason to live. And saved her life. Yes, he would have wow. saved her life. Um, this, he, fa- he found her in a garden at 3.40 a.m. <laughs> Damn. He must have been high or something. At well, you know at 3.40 a.m. <laughs> you know when it's 4 in the morning, man. It's I like a booty call. Something. Like something is getting fucked Damn, tonight. Damn, pussy falling from the sky. Look at that. Pussy falling from the sky. Wow, what's going on with this picture? Yeah, pussy was falling from the sky. Yes, he was. Uh, police began interrogating him because... Uh, some suspicious traces were found on her corpse. Sperm. <laughs> and his statements were contradictory. He didn't even wear a condom. Right. He, he didn't even have time to come up with a good story. <laughs> he wasn't worried about chafing or no. nothing. Well, he didn't have to wear a condom anymore, you know. But, but it, like, he wasn't even worried about um, coming up with a good story. He's just like, I found... I found a dead body. I had to fuck it. Yeah, but don't you like ah. replicate yourself when you die like that? All kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, all kinds of stuff, Mike. Like, 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 what did that yes. smell like? Gas. What did that yeah. smell like? What that thing smell like? <laughs> this thing. <this, this laughs> that thing didn't smell good at all. It's probably worse than that warmed up fish in my job. <laughs> uh, his statements were contradictory. He's like, what was, I fucked her. Then she fell. Wait, no. She, no, see, I was, she was falling and I was fucking her. So technically, it was consensual. Then she died. Wait, why, why didn't I get hurt? I was fucking, she fell on top of me. I didn't know. She didn't say no, yeah. so I thought it was okay. Yeah. I was, I was mad here and told her to jump. Yeah. Um, he eventually confessed to the crime. Police are looking into whether he is mentally ill. I want to say, even if you're not, you might want to go ahead and start acting a little mentally ill. You know, let's 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 hedge on the safe side and be mentally ill. Dog. Even mentally ill, I still don't see them getting hard on. Right. From a 68 year old dead woman. CCTV in the morning. CCTV footage showed her carrying a plastic chair into the elevator. Indicating that she may have killed herself, police added. Was he coming from the Waffle House or something? Like, what? What the fuck was right. he doing out at 16 at right. 40 in the fucking morning? Throwing his, he just finished throwing his food at the dude, fucking up his order. <laughs> you know He's I mean? like, now nah, I need to fuck! 
I just, I don't care. First thing I see, he gets fucked tonight. Dead, dead or alive. Dead or alive. Wounded, dead or alive, pussy. <laughs> Man shoots himself in the penis. Of course. Chandler, Arizona, the bastion of racism. An Arizona man is recovering after he accidentally shot himself in the penis while fucking. Oh, I'm sorry. While tucking his girlfriend's gun in the waistband. Fucking that ain't good. Yeah, I thought I said fucking his girlfriend's gun. I was like, well, no wonder he got shot in the penis. <laughs> Can't do that. Was it even consensual? Um, he was tucking his girlfriend's gun in the waistband of his pants. Um, <laughs> watched way too many cowboy movies. Police in Chandler say the 27-year-old Joshua Sito accidentally shot himself through the groin and the thigh while accident while walking toward a grocery store last week. Oh! <laughs> Do you know that had to be weird and funny as hell to watch? As he was just walking and all of a sudden he just went down like, Pow! Oh! Oh my dick! There's nobody watching football. They did not learn anything from New York on the giant Twitter. Seriously. Yeah, no. I thought Plaxico did it again. A 911 operator told his fiance, Kyra Christopher, who definitely needed her name in the paper, to apply direct pressure to the wound until paramedics should arrive. He is still conscious. There's just a lot of blood. Um, yo, how did that? That must have sucked when she was holding his dick together. He had to be like, is it together? And how is it looking? It's, uh, it's it's okay. You know, those are the moments too when you're hoping that the ambulance worker didn't like hitting on Twitter a lot. Right. And it's not some woman like what that dick do. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. You definitely don't want that Twitter. He is still <laughs> he is no. still conscious. There's a lot of blood. She told the operator calmly. After the operator told her to avoid looking at the wound, she admitted she already did. I, of course. This is what she said. Now remember, he's there. He's conscious. She told the operator. I did look at it. It's pretty bad. <laughs> you do not want to hear that shit when somebody is holding your dick together. <laughs> that is the last thing you want to hear. Ooh. That's like hearing oops in the operating room. You don't need to hear this. At least he had his balls intact. Yeah. <laughs> After the shooting sparked a lot of media coverage in Arizona, Chandler Police Detective Seth Tyler used the opportunity to stress gun safety. If you're going to carry a handgun on your person, use a holster, not your waistband. Well, that's some information you should have had up front. If, if you're not clear the kind of gun wound, uh, Seto, it's, it's not clear what kind of gun wounded Seto or whether he'll face any charges. And somebody told me that this gun is actually a pink gun that his girlfriend owns. Wow. Maybe she shot him in the dick and framed him. Ah! Uh, but man, a lot of kids in the news this week. Texas authorities have charged a Dallas woman with forcing her six-year-old daughter to repeatedly videotape her having group sex. Wow. Well, you so, gotta get somebody you trust on the camera, Karen. I mean, well, at what age do you... I mean, if you wait till she's seven, it's too late. Right. You, you, know? gotta, get, you gotta start them at six. That's the only way they don't... That's, how you, that's some of the best cameramen start early, Karen. Real <laughs> early. <I> Police... <laughs> like, like that woman that won an Oscar for uh, that, that movie about... Blowing up uh, bombs in Iraq. What was the name of that movie? Y'all remember that? From two years. The Hurt Locker. The oh, woman who won the Oscar for The Hurt Locker, she must have started filming things at six. Now, obviously, maybe not sex, but you know, you feel what you can film at that age, Karen. I mean, think about Spielberg. You know, you think you think this woman had like some brilliant strategy. She's like, no, look. See, if they catch the six year old with the tapes, 
she can't go to jail, dog. She's a minor. I figured out the system. See? Uh, we all in the clear. Now let's go have group sex. That's an excellent plan when you're not high. <laughs> yes. Um, she was charged with indecency with a child by exposure, a third degree felony punishable up to 10 years in prison, a $10,000 fine. The woman was arrested Saturday. She was in jail on Tuesday on a $50,000 bond. Um, and the Associated Press does not generally identify those whom authorities believe to be victims of sexual assault. And you can't name the woman because if you name the woman, people figure out who the kid is. That's right. Um, Dallas Morning News reported Tuesday the police went to the woman's apartment acting on a tip. So enough people knew about this. That means one skeevy ass dude had group sex, but then looked over at the six year old and was like, after I bust this nut, I'm gonna go ahead and call the cops. This ain't right. <laughs> and he probably was mad because you wouldn't lick the balls. Ladies, again, licking the balls will keep you out of jail. I saw this article in Essence. Ah. Um, Tyrese, Tyrese's best, quote-unquote, leaves out black women. And it's an article about Tyrese did a, bit, a new video for a, a music video called, a song called I Got a Chick. Okay. And in there, it, it was, he was doing auditions. Um, and unfortunately, nearly all of the women featured in the video were either white, Latino, or some exotic mix. Only one black girl was spotted in a room of ladies. Now, in fairness, that's a lot of assumption. Because people will say, like, especially when people want to get picky, they'll try to change the level of blackness. Because, like, if somebody's half black, half Asian, apparently that's not black anymore. It's not black enough. Nope. If, if it's Obama... If man, Kiki. Yeah. While we all agree that Obama's the first quote-unquote black president, even though he's half white, we can't agree that if he had some mixed-up different races that had black in it, they don't count as black anymore? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, when, when his fans tweeted to find out why more black girls weren't chosen, he responded, I had a two-day audition. I welcomed all women. I went with the best. In caps. He tweeted, I don't do favors, doesn't matter the race. I'm black as shit. Love my sisters. You do auditions, you go for the best, not race. Love you. And then a bunch of people got mad or whatever. But the point being, and I hate to be the dude to say this, because I, now I got to defend Tyrese, but he didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. If, 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 quote, if the black chicks, quote unquote, weren't the best that day, the fuck is he supposed to be affirmative action on a video shoot? Like, if that, if that wasn't, like, if he, now, if he would have had a bunch of busted or subpar chicks in his video, we'd all be clowning him. Like, <laughs> look at this nigga video, man. He got all these ugly chicks. And he, he can't turn around and be like, yeah, but at least they black. You know what I mean? Everybody give a shit, man. Come on, right. now. Oh, man. I mean, y'all black people want all the jobs. Can't some white women get in some videos every now and then? Oh, multiple people sent me this. This is a two for two. I don't even know how to feel about this article. Multiple people sent me this, so I'm going to read it. Steve Harvey went in on Cornell West and Tavis Smiley. Oh, called him Uncle Tom's, and my brain is about to explode because I don't know who to root for. <laughs> um, during his syndicated radio show, comedian Steve Harvey, who basically copied Tom Joyner a month later because Tom Joyner already did this, and he actually knows uh, Tavis Smiley, but you know, not to be out, not to be outdone. Uh, Steve Harvey copied him and tried to do it on his show. That's right, ladies. Take advice from a man who endorses a strawberry letter. Yes. Comedian Steve Harvey called out Cornell West and Tavis Malley for their poverty bus tour while defending President Barack Obama. 
hate to be on his side. God damn it! <laughs> I know you're defending Tyrese too. What is going on here today? This, this whole show just went off the track. You know what? Watch, watch yourself a Tyler Perry movie. It's punishment. After a listener, <laughs> listener sent an email, I lose him. No. After a listener sent an email about the duo's tour being a hustle, which I do agree with. I think it's a hustle. They niggas, like I said today on Twitter, the poor, because it's called the poverty tour. I was like, the poor must feel like that rebound girl that you bring around your ex-girl to make her jealous. Because they pretty much like, look at us, Obama. We over here with the poor hugging it up, baby. Why you ain't over here, dog? You fucked up. Invite me to the White House, you bitch. Invite me to the White House. How many drunken emails and, and voicemails can I leave on your phone, Obama? Wow. Um, so Harvey didn't shy away from offering his own opinion about them having a fake hustle, right? Yeah. This nigga... <laughs> Mr. Act Like a Man, Think Like Whatever the Fuck, this dude is talking about fake hustle. Mr. Been Divorced, but I can figure your shit out. Three times. Three, yeah, but I can figure your shit out. Mr. Fake Hair? Yeah, Mr. I cheat on my woman, but I found Jesus. I'm not going to cheat on the last one because when I was cheating with her, when she was my mistress, she introduced me to Jesus. So I would come over, violate the commandments, and fuck her. And then we go to Bible study. Like, get the fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. Uh. Harvey didn't shy away from offering his own opinion, accusing West and Smiley for using personal vendettas to damage Obama's name. I was a huge fan of Cornell West, he said, but Tavis, I seen him coming a mile away. His anger started when he was had a town meeting, how meeting that President Obama couldn't come because of the campaign trail, and instead he said, Mrs. Obama, he has held that grudge ever since. Ever since. So, because you know that's how he talk. He's held that grudge ever since. Uh, the writer and comedian also mocked West for not getting extra tickets to Obama's inauguration. Harvey said, Have you ever been invited to the damn inauguration? Did Bush send for you? Did Clinton send for you? Did Reagan send for you? Harvey continued his rant by referring to Smiley and West as being affiliated with the UTLO org, which stands for Uncle Tom Lookout. Yeah. Steve Harvey called them Uncle Tom. Who wrote this for Steve? The, ir- the <laughs> irony on this fucking article is like, it's gonna implode my fucking heart. <laughs> Harvey mocked this tour by saying, make sure you don't get on the poverty bus because if you ain't pole, then this rock, then when you ride the bus, you become pole. That's not even funny. That's what, uh, well, I'm saying who wrote it for him because he doesn't write his own jokes. So, uh, he probably didn't write his own book. Speaking of more shit to break everybody, um, can white men fix black women's relationships? I don't know. Can of they? Of course they can. They have the magical white penis, Karen. It's cured everything. It hums. It glows. <laughs> if, you, if you're a black, if you're a black woman in America and you want to get married, statistics indicate you're likely to have a hard time of it. Almost seventy percent of all Af- American black women are unmarried. Over half of black women's marriages to black men end in divorce. Isn't that a statistic for everybody? Well, go. We're only talking about you niggers right now, Karen. Calm down. You know our marriage is going to end in divorce. You need to get your white man. I am. <laughs> this deeply concerns... And we're going to be called the black and white couple of tips. <laughs> <laughs> this deeply concerns Wall Street Journal columnist Ralph Richard Banks, he knows. Black women who do marry often end up with black men who are less accomplished than they are. Wow. 
Um, you know, it's always weird too because people go get these titles and shit, and they act like they had any type of reflection on a marriage. And my, and my, like, but I went to school for eight years. Well, that makes you better, a better person at marrying. Yep. <laughs> now you will definitely be easy to get along with, Mister Twelve Degrees. Certain people look at marriage as a business relationship. And my thing is that I've never been interviewed for any of these damn black studies. Ain't nobody (laughs) asked my fucking opinion on none of these, none of this shit. Uh, They are more likely than any other group of women to earn more than their husband. More than half of college-educated black wives are better educated than their husbands. The pool's not only less accomplished, but also smaller. Black women confront the worst relationship market of any group because of economic and cultural forces. That are not to that are not of their own making, and they have needlessly worsened their situation by limiting themselves to black men. Yes, women, why do you do that? You why are you worsening your situation by wanting a black man? What change your sex drive now? Do it right now. No, all right, on don't, three. Don't have it like that. All right, please. everybody, everybody, pause on three. We're all gonna change what we're sexually attracted to. All right, here we go. No, but I don't want all right. to. No, no, no. All right. I don't want to. Either. We're gonna switch it up right now. <laughs> I like chocolate. Right. I can't speak for nobody else. All right, here we go. Let me get a white woman. Can I at least, can, can I at least imagine her? <laughs> yeah. Being named Becky. No, I want. <laughs> I want an Asian schoolgirl. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, there we go. Now, no, now when I look at Black Planet, nothing's gonna happen. Ooh, I like chocolate men. I'm sorry to inform you, and that ain't never gonna change. Um. So they need to open themselves up to white men, of course. And, and, and I'm not reading the rest of this because it's the same disasturbation bullshit where they're just trying to pick on black women and knock down their egos a little bit at a time. Because black women are one of the most, if not the most, malign category to be in America. It's like we are constantly over-examining every single one of them and trying to make them feel worse about themselves. You're the ugliest ones. You can't find a man. Why you keep listening to Beyonce? Like, calm the fuck down, dude. It's not... Well, you know what? There shouldn't be a study on this. Why is it? Who is spending the money to study this shit? And it's a waste of time. And 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 I think the biggest thing about it is that it's one of the few groups that, unless in certain situations, will not hear uprise. I don't see them talking about how black men is is increasing white women's sexuality. You don't you don't hear no surveys about that shit. Right. And define eligibility because he goes, that's not the whole story. Even if a majority of white men are uninterested in dating black women. Which surveys show that they don't want a black woman, according to the survey. That still leaves more than enough eligible white men for every single black woman in America. Sir, define eligible. So some dudes is a fat ass loser who will fuck anything. He's just like, I don't care if she's black or green. I just need some pussy. I, I saw a 68 year old dead woman and I fucked that. It like okay, so he's eligible because he's white. So white makes him eligible. But the other thing this is saying is that all black men pretty much are. Dumb and not living up to their potential in that. Right. Regardless of where a white man is at, that he's he, better. He's above anything a black woman will ever right. do or achieve in her life. Exactly. Yeah, my thing is like, what happens if you're not attracted? Like, no, you gotta. I told you, Ken. Close your eyes, count to three, change your sexual preference. It's easy. And none of this has to do with uh, history or any uh, societal pressure or uh, things that are set in place already to keep. Black people as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> this couldn't possibly stem from crack epidemics and locking up motherfuckers for doing nothing. It couldn't. No. This couldn't possibly stem from segregation and policies to keep people out of the workforce. No, it couldn't be that. Oh, it couldn't possibly slim all the way back to breaking up people's families during slavery. No, no. It's 2011. Get over it. Go get you a white man. Yeah. 
Yep. The end. Yep. Like, what kind of shit is that? Get you a if, white Yeah, man. if you're attracted, that's fine. But if you're not, it doesn't make it better. But these your people, Tiger Woods. These your people. <laughs> but here's even an uh, even better uh, study that I actually do like. Um, and it's sad in the way that this shouldn't be news. <laughs> but apparently they had to write a whole article. Study shows married people actually like each other. Whoa. I would hope so. Wait, you two actually like each other? What a revolutionary idea. What? Despite every sitcom I've ever watched, <laughs> it's actually okay to like and be in love with so somebody. So my wife and kids, actually, they actually got along. They actually did. The Huxtables, you mean that could really happen? <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> okay. Apparently, you don't have to be a piece of shit and your wife hates you. Contrary to popular belief, it appears marriage is not always a miserable slog through quagmires of irritation and NUI culminating only in messy divorce or unfulfilled death. In fact, a study shows that some married people totally still like each other. Unless you're a black woman. According to Miller McCoon, researchers <laughs> talked to 274 married Americans. That's not a lot. But anyway, no, that's not. You said a thousand. We might could work with you. Forty-seven point eight percent of whom said they were intensely in love with their spouses. <laughs> so still like, uh, so like half of them. Half of them said, "Yeah, well, we, I fucking, I'm really in love." And then thirteen uh, percent more said that they're intensely in love. So they, they were very intensely. Then the other ones are intensely. Twenty-six point two said they were very in love. Which makes marriage sounds, uh, which makes marriage sound like a smitten bunch. Lovey doveyness did decline for couples married into ten to twenty years, but then went up again for those together twenty years or more. And while love numbers were a bit lower in the version in the version of the study conducted in New York State, researchers say that could be because people in the Northeast are just as brutal. Yeah, cause that's science. <laughs> well, you know those northerners. They're just assholes. Yep. That's why that one's low. Oh, New York. I don't know about this study, but I find it shocking that people think it's shocking that people can like each other and be in love. Um, So, it's another week. And one thing we haven't discussed yet, sword ratchetness. Mm-hmm. Asheville, North Carolina. And oh. Ash- and, yeah, it's getting closer, Karen. We're too close. Asheville, an Asheville man is under arrest after a woman called police. And said she had been assaulted in an apartment and that was booby trapped. Damn, you went old school. They becoming cunt, more and more cunning, these fucking store wielders. Um, closer and closer to home, too. At, at about 8.45 a.m. on Wednesday. So this nigga, this, he started off early morning <laughs> with ratchetness. It's alcohol involved. I uh, guarantee you he's in a trailer park. Yeah, he woke up early in the morning preparing for this one. They went to an apartment on Coleman Avenue in response to a call about a domestic disturbance. When the officers arrived at the home, 29-year-old Bonnie Massinopoli, Massinopoli? Uh, Bonnie Massinopoli shouted from an upstairs window that Eric Shakir would not let her come to the door. The officer said he was back at the door. Uh, Shakir fled out the back door. Oh, while the officer was at the back, at the, was at the front door. Shakir fled out the back door. That's to do with the sword. Through the apartment complex and into the woods. They searched for this dude, but they were unable to find him. Damn. So that's some sword bandit. Ooh, that was actually real ninja. Hanging out with the McVeigh. He threw down a smoke pellet and just disappeared. Yes, he did. Uh, they t- the- Massinopoli told officers that Shakir had not slept in three days and was possibly on drugs. Who do you think? She and said, he's standing there with you? She, you're right. Now, this is a bad roommate. This is when you need to move out immediately. 
He was warming up cat food in the microwave. Oh, God. I got to go. Uh, she said Shakir had assaulted her and refused to let her leave the apartment. Master Noble said Shakir was fascinated by Nas. Okay, Chris. <clears throat> and had many of them in the apartment. Why was she living there? Mini Nas? Oh, Miss Montgomery. Yeah. This this could be you one day. <laughs> <laughs> as well as booby traps and tripwires. She told Officer Shakir was clearly a danger to himself and possibly to anyone else who might come in contact with him. Just after noon on Wednesday, officers were called back to the apartment complex by a manager who said Shakir had come back to the apartment and had gotten into a window. Officers set up a, perim- a perimeter and tried to communicate with Shakir but were, not- were unable to. SWAT team officers then called to the scene to assist, along with crisis negotiation team and a bomb squad. Officers were told they were, there were additional warrants for Shakir on domestic violence and other charges, and a search warrant was obtained. Uh, while they were planning their entry, Shakir was in the apartment waving around what appeared to be a large sword. After numerous failed attempts to contact Shakir, SWAT team members uh, officers fired gas canisters into the upstairs of the apartment. They said Shakir opened the door to get away from the gas, but when he stepped back to reach for another sword-like weapon, SWAT team officer fired a beanbag round at Shakir, striking him in the right upper thigh. He fell down. Officers took him into custody. They did everything to keep this dude alive. Yeah, he better be glad he just shot a beanbag. Yeah, you can tell he ain't black, because that shit would have been like, nigga shot with sword. The end. <laughs> yep. Yes. Officers shot a nigga with a sword. Today. Um... Shakir is charged with assault and communicating threats and false imprisonment. So, hell without bond. Finally, I will give the pops pops on that. Way to hold him without bond. Okay, take these niggas seriously. Yeah. Stop letting these sword motherfuckers just back on the street. That's right. How many of these articles have you? He was held on $500 bond. He got out mm-hmm. today. He's walking around swinging a sword in the mall. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm to buy an extra sword. Yes. <laughs> so apparently this happened the, the police tased I mean a pastor got tased And a woman got stabbed during a church brawl Damn they brawling up in the church Yeah Karen cause you know sometimes you gotta You gotta get ratchet on them You gotta let them out Including a minister of music facing charges for a church brawl well, Apparently Simon Moore couldn't take it anymore Last night after finding out He was losing his job at the new Welcome Back Did y'all did y'all peep that subtle ether right there? They playing a song of this pastor and they show him singing Can't Take It No More. <laughs> and then they, he goes, apparently he couldn't take it no more when he got his ass tased last night. No. His church in the St. Elmo community, the sheriff's office says the church's pastor was tased and a church member stabbed. It all started when Simone Moore, who is the minister of music and also a local teacher, was told his services were no longer needed. The pastor handed him his last paycheck. That's when deputies say Moore got mad, pulled out a taser, and tased the pastor. A huge fight for... Now, how many of y'all think that the minister of music was probably gay? Is it just me? Is it just me? Go on, go on by that photo, yes. It's like, I will tase your ass, nigga. Yeah, he pulled it out, too. Yeah. <laughs> Zap. Broke out. Moore's mother even got involved. Investigators say one of the deacons, Harvey Hunt, stabbed her in the arm. She had to get 19 stitches, and she wasn't the only one that ended up in the hospital after the brawl. Yo, what neighborhood is that this? That shocking to me to see that going on yesterday. And I just peeped out the window. I just saw police and ambulance. Just some police. <laughs> Wait, well, what, what neighborhood is this that everybody comes to church with their weapons and shit? Like, <laughs> it's they got, Alabama. They got, they got nine 
shit they bring him to the church. He keep his taser on him. Yeah. Like his standard. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He, he knew he was gonna get fired. He's like, fire me, motherfucker. <laughs> Alright, I got some hot bolts for your ass. Running by, you know, screaming, oh! <laughs> and a sad has been signed for Simone Moore for the tasing. A similar warrant signed for Harvey Hunt for the stabbing of Angolia Moore. So far tonight, neither man has been arrested. And we are learning more about those involved. We'll have that tonight at 10. Why did they stab the woman, though? Like, what does she have to do with anything? It's, what's confused? They keep calling Simone, but Simone is the actual minister of music, which was the guy. Oh, let me stop that. Sorry. Ad started playing. But, yeah, like, why did they... Oh, so, Simone is the minister of music. Yeah, so that's right there all, a warning already. That, yeah, you know. a dude named Simone that carries a taser and is a minister of music. He gay. But I'm just saying... That still is no excuse to be tasing and stabbing motherfuckers at church. So they have an update to this and then we'll get out of here. Oh, update. That's right, Karen. You thought they'd leave you with just that? No. Minister who talked exclusively to Local 15 News about a tasing and stabbing at a local church has been booked into jail and released on bond. Simone Moore is charged with assault while Moore has been arrested and what remains out for a church deacon. Local 15's Andrew Ramey joins us now with the latest on this investigation. Kim Deacon Harvey Hunt has not turned himself in yet. The Sheriff's Department expects him to by the end of the week. Hunt's charged with assault second, a felony offense for his role in the church brawl. The stitches on Simone Moore's face show he too was a victim in the bloody brawl that broke out at his church Sunday. I was able to see the white meat. My favorite color. <laughs> These he got that nigga to the white meat. Balls. That's, that's what my grandmama used to say. Yes, he did. Ooh, he gave him a cutting. Ooh. Oh, that's old yeah. school right there. As, as uh, witnesses as to the blood that, that was running down on me. And my black suit coat is drenched in blood. Moore says the fight broke out after he argued with church leaders about what they owed him for his services as minister of music. Members was being blessed by my ministry. But Moore says the bad blood started well before Sunday. Moore says he had not been getting along with church leaders, including Pastor Daryl Riley, who Moore admits taking a stun gun to in the brawl. The feud, he says, really all started when he refused to take communion from Riley. And I didn't want to cause damnation to myself. I know the word God myself. A man ought to examine himself. So if a pastor come out and serve communion to you and you feel it, you go on. But he, I heard him say, mm. You can't make nobody make, take no Lord's Supper. Okay, Damn. so they were giving him communion, but because these niggas had paid him, <laughs> he was like, I'm good, move on. And then the yeah. pastor said, mm. <laughs> You got the right to refuse now. You know, why do old black women always have the old names in the South? Angolia? They ain't naming niggas that no more. No, they should Angolia. Sunday, she too says she was stabbed by the knife-wielding deacon and wound up with 19 stitches in her arm. There's a different thing in the people of the church and the people of God. Now, we've been trying to get in touch with both Pastor Riley and Deacon Harvey Hunt to hear their side of this, but have not heard back. Kim? So, they stabbed, the, the pastor stabbed this dude in the head. And his mama. And stabbed his mama. Hey, the security real up in that church. He stabbed his mama, the whole 
I guarantee you that's the type of church that you cannot leave without putting something in the time and um yeah he got them niggas scared son <laughs> he like ah that don't look like ten percent to me but what would be ten percent don't make me get my knife boy hey I bet you after he look at I bet you what after they could um do the collection they pass it by the pastor the pastor look down now nah, we're gonna send those back, <laughs> back around oh, and this wow. time I won't lesser that that jingle yeah <laughs> you think he put the, he like I need somebody to testify did he put the knife to your neck I said testify <laughs> oh man cash only yeah. we don't do checks up yeah. in this piece cash only uh, I bet you play audio stand in front with the credit card machine we do take PayPal I, I, bet, <laughs> I bet you they play audio clips on uh, Randy Moss straight cash homie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips Podcast thank everybody for listening on Ustream uh, spending your afternoon with us on Thursday yes uh, don't forget you guys will be able to go to the store and buy a bunch of swag if you want to yes that I have our logo on it yes and like uh, me and Roger said before just something out there that you don't see that you would like to see please let us know we can see if we can get it for you this show is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions the audio play directing shit with stars both of us and yes. it's only 99 cent at shadowdollproductions.com or you can just click on the link on our website right now um, just check out our sponsors and uh you know, support the show. It's only 99 cent, nine minute audio play with us clowning around. Tell us what you think about it. Um, also, don't forget, we're on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, and Stitcher Radio. Search the Black Guy Who Tips. Uh, you know, leave us a five star review on iTunes because we read every single five star review. Yes, we do. Regardless of content, live on the air. Um, and of course, you can find us on theblackouttips.com mm-hmm. where you can either join our forums, you can donate to the show. Uh, soon, uh, hopefully, uh, by the end of the night, you'll be able to go to the store straight from our site. Yeah. Um, shop around for different items. Um, and we're, we're going to have some contests later on where we're going to give out some uh, free items and stuff to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'll, that'll be, I got to figure out what I want y'all to do to get that shit. Cause mm-hmm. I got to know you're really down with the show to get that, man. Um, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in the AT. And I'm Rhyme Over Reason. And you can call the show 704-557-0186 live Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we'll basically be on the air talking to our fans, doing our feedback show. I'll let you guys know exactly what time to call Man. if you tune into the Ustream. Yep. Uh, you can email us to blackouttips at gmail.com. Some people are already sending in really good emails for the week. Um, and we want to thank everybody that's doing that. Yeah, and continue to send your cooking pictures because we cook medium. Yeah, and uh, until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Turn the lights all the way down. One, two, one, two, one, two, so let me flow. Come on, one, come on, yeah. Yo, J-A-Y, I flow sick Fuck all y'all haters, flow dick I spit the game, those throw bricks Money, cash, hoes, money, cash, chicks Sex, murder, and mayhem, romance for the street Only wife of mine is a life of crime and sex Life's a bitch, and many skirts and big checks How can I not flirt with them? That's life's a nigga, long as life dinners We gon' send a lot and pray to Christ to give us Fuck it, ice the wrist and raise the price on these niggas Y'all can't floss on my level I'll invite you all to get with us If you ball and split up When I go on the hall of players, wall my picture If you get close enough, you can read the scripture It reads money, cash hoes, I heard was that nigga What money, cash hoes, money, 
cash hoes, my money cash hoes, 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 flavors rope up, platinum and gold touch, I rap now, fast money done slowed up, niggas try to stop Jay Z to no luck. Trying to restore the feelings, fuck the law, keep killing. More money, more cash, more chilling. I know they gon' criticize the hook on this song. Like I give a fuck, I'm just a crook on this song. Backstop, rook on, took on the world. Shit, I let a life you can write a book on. Sex, murder, and mayhem, romance for the street. Man, and I tell you, it'll be the bestseller. Yeah, money, cash, hoes, money, cash, hoes, money, cash, hoes, money, cash, hoes.